I need more school spirit. Oh my god. It's so bright in here. What a shit There we go. But then there's this. Much better. A happy song. You'll be all right. How's it going, guys? Friday, end of the week. No World War Three yet, but uh, I know I think it's already on, and we're just uh, you know. You don't always start smashing hard right away. You know, you gotta. One ease into it. Stuck on. Big wig Alright! I have nothing prepared. Very little. I spent zero minutes thinking about any of this. I'm just probably gonna screw around for a couple hours. Let's hear it. Thanks for showing up, guys. Appreciate you. It's been a long uh, day, I'm sure, for many of you. <laughs> I just did a couple hours uh, with Derek. We were on with uh, Adam Green and Ryan Dawson on Red Ice's show. Was there somebody else? I don't know. Probably the voices in my head is why I'm thinking there was another person. Um, but yeah, we're just covering, talking a lot about the, the situation in the Middle East and, and what's happening and what we think may happen and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure it'll be more of that uh, crap come out tonight as well. I'll see how long I can pull this off. <laughs> you know, I had uh, no time. I just, just shit, you know, literally did the bare minimum, set this up and sat down. And I don't know. I'm just going to wing it entirely. You know, and there's nobody here. I'm I'm early, sort of. I'm only, you know. Started earlier than usual. I had to turn off all these extra lights and all this extra crap. It's horrible. It's a terrible production. No one's having fun. Everyone wants to get their money back. But it's free, so there's nothing you can do. What's up? What's going on? It's Friday. You guys entertain me for once, you know? Do a dance. Do something. You know, Century, uh, you said you, know, you like it. It was a great show. Yeah, Henrik always does a uh, always does a good job. He's very professional. I like his, uh, his presentation. Everything. He, just, he works hard over there. He's a hardworking man. Give him what he deserves. You know, um, what else? All these streams are set up. That's all turned on and going good. And I got to keep an eye on entropy because for some reason it seems like the bug is if you navigate away from the window for too long, it crashes. I don't know why that is. So I'm just going to leave it open or something or try to f- maybe it knows where the mouse. I, I don't know. I don't know how it knows these things. It's inside my head, I guess. What's going on? I don't even, I didn't really read the news. To, is anything? I was out doing, uh, errands and stuff all day and came back for that and i've just been i don't know i've been going all day i don't know what's going on <laughs> had to go with uh get the muffler fucking welded back on my truck <laughs> I was dra- i've been dragging it around the street for like i don't know a month you know weld broke off i'm like i'll get it later i didn't even take it was still hung on the clamp and it was just like dangling i'm like oh, f- it'll be fine <laughs> I was like, I can at least throw it in the back. No, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't care. I'm just gonna drive, drive around with the muffler dragging off the ground for weeks. Because I'm like that. I guess. Turns out, 
Guess I'm the guy that does those. Who's what kind of asshole? Me. That's me, apparently. Uh, Breezy says Chuck Norris picked an apple from an orange tree and made lemonade. Bad timing. My apologies. <laughs> what? He did probably do all those things. I won't read a book. It'll never happen. And stop trying to make me read books on other people's streams, too. It's over on Red Ice, and I had to explain it. You know, I'm like, this is embarrassing, Henrik, but I can't read. I'm illiterate. These people know this, and they're trying to expose me to everyone else. Candy Dread says the bees are here. Good. Good. How are the bees? They must be getting ready to hibernate. It's getting cold. It's starting to cool off. Good stuff. But, uh, you know, this is funny. Not everything's cooling off. Do I have... Should I get to the story first? or Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, I don't like to give out a lot of... I don't like to be a finance guy. It's not really my background. I, I have some... I'm confident in my own ability to make my own financial decisions and not, you know, fuck up. But I'm not going to... It's, it's you know, give anybody else any goes. But one, sometimes when things are in danger of becoming really rare and scarce, scarcity provides value. And if something is very scarce and hard to find, it becomes more valuable. So, you know, and that being said, if you are able to get your hands on a stuffed um, uh, plushy octopus toy, now is the time to do that. They are going to be worth a lot of money very soon uh, because they're going to be banned forever. Um in the history of time, <laughs> because uh, it's anti-Semitic. Great as in trouble. How dare you? I have the octopus because it helps me with my autism. And so she says, the uh, kvetching and the, the seeing the Hitler in the shadows of the trees leaves and everything has just gone. To, it's insane. Now this, this right here, this little tiny octopus? Yes, this is an anti-Semitic dog. Was this means Nazis? Because she's made she's made a pro-Palestinian uh, post, which is what's wrong with that? But it's this is the issue they took with it. This plushy octopus toy, <laughs> and uh, because of the, tr I'm sure we've a lot of people have seen the memes, and if you haven't, it doesn't matter. They've used the Henrik covered some of this. The octopus has been used as a as a trope for everybody all the time it, the british empire england the russians the communists like every forever it's got its tentacles everywhere it's not a very super deep fucking metaphor so it, it it's just schizo posting and what are we to believe fucking greta our girl greta is it what's going on she's fucking she's swedish you don't know she's gonna come up no it, it's just schizophrenic but um the funny thing with this uh, post is uh, not so much that part, but very uh, post this. It said, how big of a conspiracy theorist are you? Uh, and then it says, me. <laughs> it's like, is that Keith Woods with a wig on? Is it a setup? This person right here. Built like Keith Woods. I think it is. That's Keith Woods with a, with a wig on. This was a setup. This man is everywhere. He's like, a, he's like the James Bond of anti-Semitism. It was just, it was just set up. It was a setup, guys. So if you're able to, you know, just do like every random guy in the world is doing now and just buy yourself a plushy octopus doll. It's very nice. It's, you know, kids love them, you know, and look, the dolls, you know, it's like, hmm, it's not angry. It's grouchy. You know, it's like you want to make it feel better, you know, by the little, oh, come on, octopus. Come on. Don't be like that. We're all friends here. 
<laughs> oh, there's a lot of layers to what I was just doing, and I'm not even sure I appreciate them all, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, we've got uh, communists on the march everywhere. The the uh, the communists have taken into trying to stoke divisions on this issue as well. Down in down in the cities, I'm hearing people are saying the fight back crew is out there poking and prodding people to try and you know make them maybe do something, say something, get something. I don't know. So anti hate is suspiciously quiet, and then fight back. Fight back! Fight back against the billionaires that funded us! Fight back by getting vaccinated and castrated! Fight back! If you see any of these fucking, uh, you know, feel free to just stick her right over top of this, rip it off, literally wipe your ass with Well, don't literally wipe your ass at it. It'll, it'll burn you. It's probably acidic. It's, you know, their hands have touched it. So by you touching it, we don't know what kind of diseases. Maybe flamethrower this thing from a distance. I don't know. But somebody just sent me this a few minutes, just in downtown Halifax, while I was talking about this with someone else. So within minutes, multiple points of convergence from the universe who I now obey. I obey its every command. I am its vessel to destroy our enemies. I am at the complete... Mar- I'm not in control anymore. I've given myself over entirely to the, to the fucking, you know, the ancestors and gods. I'm, I'm, in, I'm a tool of... <laughs> so, somebody's talking to me, I'm calling me, I'm talking about the commie stuff, and then this, somebody sends me this within minutes, I'm like, clearly something's happening here. We must, we must investigate, Phil. So we're investigating. I gotta check the levels on my microphone because I had to change them all around for Henrik. Is it good? Is it too loud? I'm getting closer. No, okay, it's fine. Yeah, it could be Odin. It could. I mean, well, it says right. It could be. Odin doesn't like this. He's directing my eyes towards the red scourge again. So let's keep an eye out for them. Yeah, if you see these around, because these are expensive. Who's paying for this? Who's paying for this website? I told you, right. These people want to go on and on and freak out about, oh my God, these Nazis! And then now, oh, this fucking Hamas terror! Communism has killed 100 million people. It is the worst ideology in the world, created by the worst people in the world, who killed the most people in the world! And we're just openly advertising on the streets of Canada like it's a fun after-school club for kids to join. That's who it primarily targets, by the way. The Marxist voices of labor and youth, it says there at the bottom, by the way. It's targeting kids. And these people do workshops and speeches and they pass out literature, all very professionally produced. Very, looks great. Good branding. Oh, yeah. This isn't cheap, guys. And they've got hundreds of... Who's paying for that? This is grassroots, is it? We all, we all know lots of people. Communism is very popular in Canada, isn't it? We've all grown up knowing that. It's probably just crowdfunded. I mean, we're entirely, you know, crowdfunded, but they, I mean, this obviously is too, right? Because it doesn't cost anything to put up all these workshops and universities across the country and run these websites and, you know, produce all this literature and content and ship it around and send people. Oh, it's cheap. It's cheap. This isn't a million dollar operation. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Nothing to worry about there. I did get another photo uh, from the city today. Um, not as gross significantly less gross um pretty not gross actually um i probably don't don't need to mention again but i think you guys deserve to you know it'll make you feel better it made me feel good to see it so uh once again we got uh you know over ten thousand dollars for this for this young fellow and his mom very happy you know they're so you know gracious and happy to have that he's up on his feet as you can see 
and he's uh, going to be out of the hospital here shortly. He's recovering uh, very well. So thank you very much, guys, and uh, you know, best of luck again and best wishes from from all of us here in the dark realm of of despair, of mayhem and hatred, and you know, Rachel Gilmore's tears. Um, you know, get well soon, young fella. Uh, and your mom and everything. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, we we're happy to, you know, everyone was happy and eager to to help. It wasn't a, it ain't no big thing. All right, what's over here? Et, what? This is a hard one to say. They said they haven't been here for a while. Well, I don't even recognize this name. And oh, an ear to hear. I'm stupid. I should have just yeah, an ear to hear. Haven't been here for a while. My tithe for the metaphor, man. Thanks. Oh, you're that person. Yeah, I remember somebody calling me that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who is paying for that, Madam Breezy? You're right. I would love to know. I find that very peculiar, that there's communist literature and recruiting campaigns targeting the youth of our country going all over the, all over the you know, it's crazy. It's crazy, you know? And there's a lot of crossover between the anti-hate crowd and the Marxist communist fight back crowd. <laughs> I can't wait till you're all forced to convert to Islam. It's going to be hilarious. And they will, too. They 100% will. You're going to submit immediately. 100%. Um, thank you. Brad, what's up? Says, tr- uh, oh, yes. Yeah, this is great. I um, I thought I had that other story. I can't remember if I talked about it, but yeah, let's talk about it. So Prime Minister's taking another step towards tyranny. It's not just him. It's he's. A, stop blaming the Prime Minister. It's so much bigger than him and so much more disgusting and disturbing and crazy that reducing this to, oh, the damn libs, that's like, you know, you found yourself in the middle of World War Three and it's your neighbor's fault. Like, this guy is just an, you can, you know, he could drop dead today and everything would continue on the exact same trajectory that it's on. It wouldn't make any difference whatsoever. Everything that matters is totally settled and done. No one's arguing over any of those things. They're just discussing bullshit. It's just a show. It's just professional wrestling for ugly people. It's just there to you know watch people. Are It's something to make you believe that this is what's happening. Nothing, none of it's of any consequence whatsoever. Nothing that's discussed by any of these politicians is of any, you know, it's, it's literally not worth paying attention to. Uh, the only real reason is to like know when you know what what the size of the next giant dick coming your way is and when it's expected to arrive. That's really all you can. That's really all you should use it for, and then prepare accordingly. You know, look at the new hate speech laws come in and how they're going to ban all and you you know all of that kind of stuff. So pay attention for that reason, but uh, don't get emotionally invested. If you're like, ah, oh, my team, my political party, you're waste you're wasting your time and you're not even paying attention. You're not. You don't get it. You know what I mean. You just. You're not. Uh, you're not getting it. It's like you're. It's like you're trying to play hockey and you keep you know throwing a basketball around. Like you're. You're not getting. This isn't. Never mind. You know. Maybe it's best you just stay there. So anyway, um, they're disallowing chaplains. He says to say prayer on Remembrance Day, all in the name of inclusivity, inclusion, not for just for Christians, which was a foundation that built this country back in World War One and Two. Right. I'm glad you said that because that's where I was going to go with this. Was was the important part. And the part that matters um, is the erasure of history and stuff. Because I, I I posted about that on Twitter, and there's a bunch of people. Most people, again, in this country aren't Christian, guys. The overwhelming majority of people are not Christian, and the people you, the white people you'd think might be, the vast majority of them don't are either atheists or agnostic or just fat. You know, they're just like, ah, what's your what, what's your what are your spiritual beliefs? And they're like cheese. Like, yeah, I know, I can tell by looking at you that is cheese. 
So, uh, so they're like, who cares? Fucking, we don't even like listening to these prayers anyways. Fucking blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I was never a religious guy. I uh, didn't go to church. You know, I don't particularly care one way or the other that much. Uh, that's not the point. The point is, this is your history. Uh, this is what those guys believed that died, and this is this is how it's done. This is who you're remembering. This is a part of remembering who these people were. This was a big part of their identity at that time. So as so, they're just stripping pieces away of something. They're dismantling something in front of you, and saying you don't need this. You don't need that. You know, you don't need this either. Take that away. Eventually, there's just a statue that means nothing, and it just gets pushed over. That's what's happening. So that's what I'm saying to these guys. Like, they're not even paying attention. Oh, the damn libs! You're being erased inside your own country in real time. And every step to do that is being taken. That can be taken. Up to and including erasing names, statues, textbooks are being rewritten. Characters are being, like, written right out of movies and TV shows. Uh, being remade where you don't fucking exist anymore. Yep. Oh, get the libs out. You're not even paying attention. You're totally not paying attention. You know, and now they're like stripping. I don't care if you're a Muslim. It doesn't matter. Like if I lived in a if I lived in a Muslim majority, let's just pretend. Let's, it's hypothetical. I move to Iran when I'm 17, 20, whatever. For me, literally me right now. Or, or I'm a kid. I'm 16. I went I moved to Iran for some reason. Uh, live there for 10 years, and then there's a war. I speak Farsi. I'm an Iranian citizen now. You know, there's Christians in Iran. And uh, I just, you know, I'm not... Muslim. So I joined the Iranian military. And in the Iranian military, there are ceremonies and there is, you know, things like this where they're going to honor the fallen dead, blah, blah, blah. And they say some Muslim prayers and they do what they do. I'm not fuck. This has nothing to do with me. Like, it's not fucking about you. It's not about you. Just shut the fuck up. All right? You're a soldier for the and and respect like unless this isn't your team. Are you saying this isn't your team? Uh maybe you don't fit in here. Maybe that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing like you think this is about you and that's not one of our values. Maybe you don't belong here. Because I think all these people that fucking died from what at the time was a 99% ver- you know Christian European nation uh, that's what was, that's what happened. That's who they were. And now somebody is saying, we don't need that. And we don't need this. And we don't need that. Soon they'll just take the names off the monuments. Cause like, there's no sing. There's not a lot of sings on there. There's not a lot of Muhammad's on there. There's a lot of McDonald's, a lot of Thompson's, you know, a lot of, you know, Davis, a lot of English and Scottish and French names, Irish names. It's offensive, right? It's not very inclusive. So maybe that gets maybe that gets taken away next or covered up or like, do we really need to be reminded of our, you know, because it's a multicultural country now and these people, the, the new Canadians are going to look at the monument and they're going to feel, they're like, well, where's my name? And they're going to be like, that's right. You're not really included. That's, mm, we're just, we're just going to have to cover this up because feelings, right? Or maybe we'll just get rid of the whole thing. Maybe we'll just get rid of the whole thing. Because maybe all the all the especially the Muslim people that were importing into the country don't really feel too attached to like Remembrance Day of honoring veterans, you know, like that we have that fought in Afghanistan and Iraq and Libya and so on and, and killed them and their families, right? So you can see how this is kind of awkward. 
So you know what? Just to be safe, let's just fucking get rid of Remembrance Day entirely. It's going to happen. I said it two years ago. I said so you'll see it happen soon. That's going to be the last one of the last things they come for. But once they feel like they smell blood, they can take it. They'll get it. And the military is in fucking shambles, guys. It's basically doesn't exist. I was told uh, today. Um, someone who works in the uh, Royal Twenty Second Regiment, the French Vendus, Vendus, Vendus. I I don't know what they say. <laughs> oh, you know, is that it? Is that your unit? <laughs> Just kidding. However, uh, they're uh, supposed to be performing what's called a neo operation, a uh, non-combatant you know evacuation operation. They're going to go to Lebanon. And uh, they're going to be there for security and like, you know, all right, get on the plane. Let's go. Everybody on. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then it's like, anybody else want to come? This is your last chance. All right. If you're a Canadian citizen, which is, you know, you know probably not mo- almost all the people they're going to get. They just have Canadian passports. But, you know, uh, and that's it. And then they fly away. That's, that's what they're supposed to do. Um, the overwhelming majority of that battalion is at the base hospital today. Um asking you know inventing reasons why they're too sick to deploy because nobody wants to go like like 70 75 percent of the battalion this guy was like like nobody's everybody's just like fuck this we're just gonna come up with reasons and they're like oh i've got hemorrhoids so i can't i can't stop jerking off and then one guy's like i am french and the doctor's like that's terrible affliction so they you know they can't go so they can't go so they're just not gonna do it We'll see. Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to pull? Are they going to have to make a uh, uh, a collection of? Uh, they're going to have to make a hodgepodge company of guys, or, you know, from every unit. And it's I don't know. I don't imagine it'd be a better situation anywhere else. Most of them are sick and fucked up from your pokety pokes. If they're not dead already, there's quite a bit of that going on. In case you haven't noticed, a lot of them you had to you know fire and let go. They're hurt and can't work anymore, or again dead and so on. I know a few now. So neat. That was morale over there. Not good, it sounds like. And nobody wants to go do it. And the health, um, the wing, the department, the authority of the military, if the doctors say, you know, this person can't deploy, then you don't. The uh, Your chain of command cannot override that. They can't say, I don't care. He's getting on the, it's not World War One. Like they can, Even then, I don't know. Uh, not like yeah, I talked about this with Henrik. Like not like Ukraine, where they've got people missing a hand. They're like, "It's okay. We give you a hook and hook pull trigger." Like they were sending. Every, they don't care. The uh, Canada's not. They have to change the laws, but you know, maybe they will. Maybe they would someday. So everybody's sick now, and they're like, "Can't do it. Sick. Sorry." <laughs> so the the military's calling in sick, as far as Canada's concerned. The what little military we do have it remains. They're sick. They can't go. So you know. <laughs> I wouldn't go either. It's it's bullshit. This whole thing is nonsense. But I mean, they're supposed to be going to get Canadian citizens, and that's your job. You wanted to be in the fucking infantry, right? You signed the line. You you're still there. You didn't quit, did you? Do your job. That's how it works. Or get the fuck out. I mean, but and they know they can't. They can't. Uh, we had guys do this in, in 2006 when we were going to uh, Kandahar, and it was getting bad. It was like people were getting killed every, every other day. Like our Canadians were like, you know, it used to be like this. It was like if you lost anybody on tour, it was like, oh, my God, horrible. 
And then Afghanistan happened and we lost like six guys. It was like, oh my Lord, you know, it's terrible. And then we went to Kandahar and then it started to becoming like every other day. And it was like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Holy shit. Okay. This is legit. And there were a few guys that were like, ah, I ain't doing this. Nope. And uh, they went and, oh, my cat's having puppies. I can't go. And they were, they were, they were disposed of. They were basically kicked out of the military. You can't do that to an entire battalion, especially when you don't even have an entire. I bet the entire roster of uh, three Van Du is is it like seventy guys? Like, what? Who do you even have? Do you have anybody? Because I know the other regiments are like. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, foundation that built this country is back to World War One and Two. Like I said, it's it's about honoring your history and where, who these people were and, and all that kind of stuff, and we're just erasing it in real time. That's what communists do, and they're putting stickers for themselves on your streets of your, t- of your cities and towns. Do you give a shit at all? Are you just going to lay there and take it like a bitch? A lot of people are. A lot of people are. Um, an ear to hear is, again, says something I heard the other day. The truth is bottomless. Someone can ask as many questions as they want, probe as deep as they want, and you will always have the answer. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I've never heard that one. Um, Terrorists, Zionists. Dos Internationals. These Latin names are getting hard. He says, I have an idea to save Remembrance Day. Just fill the army with LGBTQ alphabet people. It will start as Remembrance Day, then it'll become Remembrance Week, then month, then season. Speaking of which, like, this is another. Like, it's so over, guys. We're in such bad fucking shape. Look at this. Like, I'm not even going to say anything because I'm not even sure what to say. Yeah, it's only a minute, so. A minute of a rage cast, though, is like it could end you. It could break you mentally. So it's not really an accurate assessment of what you're about to watch. All right, let's see. Uh, let's check in on the kids. Why is everybody saying Gen Z is going to get drafted? Like, <laughs> no, the fuck we're not. And you know why I know that? Because we're just going to say no. Like, how are they going to actually force us to get up and go to war? I understand it was like that. Because you go to jail if you don't? In like the 1940s police would literally chase you around and drag you out at gunpoint and yeah just like in ukraine that's 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 what would happen that's what that's what a draft is what else is there to do in 1940 besides shoot people we have things to do nowadays no you don't we have twerk be bisexual eat hot chip bye and we're also like really mentally ill i have like six of these what makes you think i'm qualified to have a gun like within 600 feet of anybody including myself and finally like guns are like so tacky like can you imagine just like pulling up with a gun like that is so fucking embarrassing like what is this the revolutionary something about this is embarrassing you got that right fucking war now like let's just chat let's just talk there's no there's no need for all the like like no <laughs> no Well, I'd say she's ready. I'd say dinner's ready, guys. If I'm the Chinese and I'm the Russians, I'm like, it's dinner time. It's time. This is going to happen, I think. And uh, we're going to be living in a new world where the money is Chinese and the police speak Russian. Because this... Oh, let's just talk. Talk to a bayonet. 
Do you even understand what war is? Do you have any fucking clue? Like, you understand that it's nothing for them to just blow your fucking head right off without even saying a word. Like, they don't care. They just erase a city just to make a point. Because they can. Like, when someone is that... These are serious people. And they don't respect people like you at all. You're an absolute joke and a weakling. See, see, here's the problem, kid. Um, our enemies are men. We have men for enemies. Our men are women, and our women think they're men. <sighs> it's not good. Men will have a mutual respect for strength and personal responsibility, accountability, you know. Uh, our countries are a joke to them, to, to the entire world. Like the Middle East, Asia, the Chinese, like they think like we're an absolute shit pile of dog shit people. And they're not wrong. We are completely disunified. There is a reason to hate everyone in your life when it really comes down to it. If, you, if you're that weak-willed that you're just going to go along with whatever current thing, it doesn't matter who, you're, who the hell is standing to your, your left or your right, there's already been ample reasons provided that you hate that person. In our countries, nobody's almost nobody's on the same team with anybody. Like our our community group and, you know, the Diagalon people and our allied like there's basically a fracture. There's little tribes everywhere now. And we have chieftains in different tribes everywhere. And they all, they're different, there's different personalities, there's different tendencies, they want different things, they're after different things. They, it's like that both on the left and the right, too. Like, they're not monolithic, but we don't really know, you know, it's like, it's just the goblins, you know, it's hard to say who's, who's allied with who and who, you know what I mean? It's hard to say from this side of the fence, but I guarantee it's the same thing as it is over here, where they look at us and go, oh, the convoy people, and it's like, you have no idea, there's different factions with different personalities and different, you know, tribal chieftains, some of these are allied, so they don't get along for these reasons, it's all, you know, so the entire country's been fractured into fucking little camps already, so that's, that's great. Um, and our collective manpower, say, of everybody working together in, in these groups is like a few hundred here, a few thousand there. You know, the government can get a few million people to work together, I guess, sort of, but they really want a lot of pills and downtime and time off and holidays and special days. And, you know, they don't, they don't, want, they don't want to work more hours and so on. And you're going to go against, so let's say, let's just, just take China, who is an ethnically homogenous, super unified, all team China all the way, all day. Uh, there's a billion and a half of them working together, and they will work night and day around the clock uh, forever. Who do you think wins? Who's who's going to come out on top? In the I mean, long term, which effort level do you think our effort level is going to match theirs? This is who we. This is who we got. This is a lot of what we got out there now. Oh, yeah, and he's not wrong about the pills and all. Yeah, they're all fucked up. <laughs> Good times. I'm rooting for the draft now, the guy said. <laughs> Those people like that will be, they're, they're not respected and they'll just be enslaved. Like, you'll just be destroyed or enslaved and it's like, I don't. Because it's too easy to take things from you, it's laughably easy. 
you're like literally incapable of defending yourself in any way. So it's like, what what incentive would there be for an enemy tribe or chiefs or somebody to just be like, I'll just take everything from you and laugh at you because I can, and there's nothing you can do about it, and no one can stop me. So if you think that's not going to happen, that must be because you assume everyone in the world is like you and everyone's reasonable and everyone's nice and everyone's respectful of everyone's opinion. And there, there's just nobody out there anywhere in the world that has any power at all that not only doesn't mind hurting other people to get what they want, they actually seek out opportunities to take advantage of other people's weaknesses so they can gain and control and enhance their own power, maybe personally, nationally, culturally, ethnically, whatever. There's no one like that in the world, apparently, according to people like that. Do you think that is the right attitude or the wrong attitude? There is a right answer. Maybe traveling some of the world and experiencing what different people are like in different parts of the world could help. Maybe not just living on your fucking TikTok phone and, you know, essentially being a 14-year-old girl. I mean, what the hell? Just like a like a fluff like a rabbit or something, like a little kitten. It's insane how effeminate everyone's become. It's frightening, you know, and uh how many people like that can we afford to have? I mean, like if we have, if that's most, if that's what most men are like, and it's more like that every day, if that's what most of them are like, um, what's going to happen to us collectively? Again, there's a right answer. When, there, when there's too many of that and not enough of, who the other guy? Steve. There's not enough Stevens. Uh, you, you go from being a respectable neighbor to... An annoying pest that has things I could take, and then I won't have to put up with it anymore. Your the the perception of you by other people changes dramatically, depending on how you are perceived strength wise, especially by men, other men like Xi Jinping or Vladimir Putin <laughs> or Khomeini, whatever the Iranian name guy's name is. They're in a whole other world than you people. They're operating on a totally other set of rules that you don't seem to even understand exist. Like, you don't even understand what's happening. They're just trying to figure out how best to cut you up right now. It's almost a foregone conclusion. And, like, we're going to lose this war and lose bad and fast. I think probably in a year. Whenever it starts in earnest, when it's like, it it, it takes time and they, everybody wants to do their best. <laughs> I just hope both teams have fun. It might take another year to really get into it, but because nobody's ready to go right now. But that might be the best time to attack. I mean, both sides are going for all the marbles here. And the window for resolving this without World War Three is closing very fast a lot of things to consider just the oil alone if this happens iran closes the strait of hormuz fucking oil prices are going to be can you guys pay 455 dollars a liter in canada can you pay 25 dollars a gallon in the like what are you guys paying down there 
I expect it to quadruple. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> Russia, like there's a lot of, you know, sea traffic is going to come to a standstill pretty fast. On account of the, you know, massive war happening. And basically no holds barred because that's what happens. It's hilarious that people think there's going to be like, well, I'm a civilian. I'll be fine. No, they'll ki- everyone will kill everyone. That's not what war is. Read a book. At first, some effort will be made to not to to not kill civilians. Then the guys doing the job after a little while very quickly and correctly realize, listen, sometimes civilians are just going to get killed because there's no other way. It's just it's impossible it's literally impossible to avoid. And then after that stage, it goes to I don't fucking care anymore at all. I'm completely desensitized. All I want to do is go home. I've seen so much death and suffering. I'm like, my soul is black. I could erase a city. I wouldn't fucking, I would sleep like a baby and not give a fuck. Okay? So that happens fast. So if you think you, I'll just be fine. Like, no, just, you're going going to want to hide underground. Okay? Everybody's going to be killing everybody all over the place. It's going to be awful. So, yeah, things are going to get very expensive. That's probably, fortunately, in Canada, that's going to be probably our biggest concern. Is that everything's going to be very expensive. Um, the people in charge are too stupid to fix anything, so it won't get better unless you're able to fix your own situation yourself. So be very self – expect to rely entirely on yourself. And uh, probably be some, you know, roaming, like, terror attacks. and Well, they'll call them terror attacks, but they'll be, like, revenge attacks um, by, you know, militants and cause there's millions of non-Canadians here now and we're, you know, going to be murdering their families overseas. So, you know, uh, they're going to be upset and there's a lot of them, like I said, millions of them here now. So that's, pro- that's tangibly probably going to happen, especially if, if, uh, China with its many, many police stations and networks and intelligence networks, it's got its claws in this country. Uh, they could easily be directing a, a whole, con- a whole assortment of a guerrilla war campaign in here. Um, that never has to win. That's not the point of doing stuff like that. You just cause mayhem inside the enemy's country, which then causes them to need some resources to deal with this. Resources that otherwise would have been used to fight you. So now you're taking away firepower from them so they can put out fires at home. Makes it easier for you to beat them. So they're going to do everything they can in that manner to, to break you financially, everything you can imagine. To just raise hell. Kill the power grid if they if they can. Like, just cause all kinds of mayhem. Blow up ports. You know, now we can't get fucking... Oh, your craft dinner can't get here now because the boat can't... You know? That's what world... That's what war looks like. Nobody... These fucking Canadian people... You have no idea what you're asking for. You have no none. No idea. None of you have any fucking clue what, what is potentially going to happen here. And you're just... I just PPE in an apple? Did, did you see PPE in an apple, bro? The fucking beast, bro. I hope I can eat an apple like people someday like that. I'm just like, if there's any justice in this world, in, in the one in a million chance, for some reason, that the Chinese are like, you know what? Let's actually invade North America. Like, well, let's be completely insane and do that. And I hope they choose to land on that guy's house. I hope he's the first one killed by Chinese paratroopers. That's who I hope. Everybody that thinks like that. And that's millions of people. That's millions of Canadians that, that are, you know, Die the apple! they're putting apples in their Twitter profiles to like own the libs or something. It's the more you watch them, the more you're like, I, why do I even want to help you? You know, like, I don't, I think I hate you more than anyone. 
Because <laughs> I can appreciate how stupid you are more than anyone else seems to. So it's like the depths of your stupidity and laziness and cowardice is just, it's very deep and, and I, it's very, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to know that lives among you and, you know, to do nothing, you know. So, you know, there'll be a lot of problems if we have a... Oh, and the hacking. That's another whole thing that hasn't happened in other wars. There's entire military divisions and units dedicated just to fucking with everything digitally. So you can expect, like, uh, waves of identity theft. Uh, all these data breaches and stuff that's happened. You think that people aren't buying and paying for this information on the dark web? If they're smart, and the Chinese are smart, and so are the Russians, you know why they had to be smart? Because they can't fight us man-to-man. Well, they, they might be able to now. It's hard to say. But in 1986, hell no. America would absolutely rape everyone at the same time and you know be able to eat a sandwich at the same time. The idea that anyone could defeat America in the 1980s was hilarious. <laughs> it was just not going to happen. All the Russians had was a lot of nukes. It was like, well, we'll just end the world. So there was just no war because it was you know basically, well, we don't want to end the world, but we can't fight either. So I guess we'll just wait. We'll just wait it out. It's not the situation anymore. It ain't good. We're broke. We don't have a military. And our leaders are incompetent buffoons. That's like the dark triangle of empire failure. A war is also very, very expensive of this scale. And even if we still had factories, which we don't, we sent all those to China. If we had factories to build tanks and vehicles and planes and everything like we would need, every all you people with jobs, those jobs would stop and you would have a new job called building tanks and airplanes. Because that's what that's what a war of this scale would mean. And we don't have factories to even do that with. They they've been doing it for a year already. The Russians have. They're on a war economy. We're just eating cheese. And we're broke. And we can't even pay for these things if we had to. Again, the enemy has been stockpiling gold for 15 years. Uh, and they have this whole economic alliance block called BRICS. Maybe you've heard of it. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South, uh, South, uh, South Africa. And there's other countries involved. It's just those are the big five. So, so they've tied all their economies together. Why did they do that? Because they're anticipating the fall of the American empire like every smart person has been doing for the last 20 years. And just it's a matter of when because of, the, again, the endless money printing, the endless wars. It's a fatally ill animal now. So to withstand that, they can't be tied to the U.S. dollar and inside of our sphere of trade and influence because it's all sick and going to die and they don't want to go down with it. So now we're going to have to fight probably and compete. So they have their own. So like, we'll sanction you. We'll blockade you. You won't be able to. Yeah, that's fine. All my friends have everything I need. I got China. I got India. I got Iran. I got Brazil. I got fucking, I got lots of people that aren't with you. They're with me instead. I brought a whole crew. What do you got? A bunch of broke ass losers. Look around. Look around at what you got. Look who you brought. China hasn't fought. They're fresh as a daisy. Russia's just learning lessons. Russia's just proving that they know how to defeat NATO troops very handily. Our weapons, our training, our generals calling the shots, our intelligence telling them what the targets are, our strategies, our doctrines, all of that was in Ukraine, and how did it go? You got absolutely ass-raped. Ten to one. Like, you're getting banana. You, you, you can't beat them. Apparently. We're in rough shape. 
So we're just gonna we're just gonna march off to this war, I guess. <sighs> with who? With what? You know? Like it's already almost over. I wonder if that's like they just have to wait us out. I I I don't know, I mean, predicted it. I have these thoughts. I don't know. Is I just think out loud. I thought this a couple of years ago. Some of you may remember. I've mentioned it a couple of times, I'm sure. 2019. Virus starts, right? Actually, let's go back further than that. It's going to be one of these streams because I made no plans. I'm just going to talk about random shit. You're going to like it. If you don't like it, you probably got boosted. You'll be dead soon. I hope you get more. <laughs> it's a dark thing, but that's something you should be mad about. Health Canada has confirmed, yeah, it's it's bad. There's something really bad going on. Anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, shit. Ah, does anybody know where I was? I was just, damn it. I hate that. I'm always trying to preface things, and it's like, uh, it's like you forget what it was. I'll just set it off to the side, and I'll be just there just a second, and I spend too long over here, and I come back, and I'm like, I forgot what it was. I'm winging it. <laughs> um, it was something about the war, I think. Oh, right, right, right. I remember now. We had to go back to the 90s and stuff. So uh, the Chinese wrote, a, uh, there was a Chinese general, I forget the guy's name, he wrote a book called uh, Fifth Generation Warfare, I think, or it was about fifth, gen what was it called? Unconventional, or no, Unrestricted Warfare, that's what it was called. And it was basically a plan for how to uh, defeat the West long term using a variety of strategies, which have all been implemented. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, anyway... Part of the part of the, the thinking was uh, to defeat. If we had to defeat America, fight America in a war, which um, you know you think you got to think really long term. So you're in China; they're thinking really long term. Population projections, economic projections. Strength, you know, it's like mm, we're going to come up against the United States here soon. There, there might be a confrontation. How do we prepare for that in case there is? Because we're being responsible. That's what you do. You plan ahead. You're trying to be responsible. It's like, is is there is there any possibility that we might have to fight a war against the United States? And if you do the numbers and the math and it comes up any other number than zero, you're being insane not to prepare for that because you're not even I mean, that's 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 like an apocalyptic situation. You're not even gonna create a plan just in case. So they create a plan just in case. And the plan is, we can't fight them man-to-man -man like that. First of all, the U.S. Navy is insanely huge. There's no way we can compete. We have to drastically increase our naval capacity, which they're working on. It's not very great, but they're working on it. What we can do is uh, fight them in all kinds of unconventional ways in order to weaken them enough over time that they simply collapse on their own. And if we do have to have a confrontation, it's in a mode where we are as strong as possible and they've never been weaker. So, you know, the Chinese watch what's going on here, and they see all the subversion and all the weakening. They've actually had policies implemented to try to uh, make their men more masculine. Chinese TikTok only shows them nationalist stuff and how to eat healthier and how to be stronger. And I'm dead serious. Their TikTok is straight like how to be, you know, more awesome 24-7, more propaganda. And any like anything degenerate and fucked up, that's banned. That's what they ban in China. You see what I mean? So anyway, the Olympic Games or the, the Military Olympics 2019, whatever the hell, something so something there and the Chinese attended, I believe. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, this virus shows up. 
all over the world in different, in different military units. That's where it seems to have come from. So almost like it was deployed there. Very strange. Very strange. Also at this time, there are, you may recall, U.S. Navy ships started crashing into each other all over the sea for some reason. Uh, like n- numerous times, and it makes no sense. Like, oh, we just couldn't see each other. There's so many device. There's so many reasons that's insane. How, what would I compare that to? That would be like saying your excuse for crashing your car was that you didn't know you were supposed to steer it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the dumbest fucking thing. Oh, we just it was dark, so we couldn't see. There's a million. Anyway. It occurred to me and others, like, are, is somebody hacking the systems of these? Because everything's very technologically advanced in America, isn't it? Uh, is somebody able to manipulate? Are they crashing these things? Is like, what's going on here? Jets are starting to fall out of the sky and disappear and so on. Is is there is there something being tested to see, do we have the ability to disable American ships and planes? Like, can we do that? Let's test it. Yeah, seems like we can. All right, put that in your back pocket and never use it again. Hopefully they never figure it out. They never figure out how we did it. And just in case we got to fight them, we'll just make all the ships crash into each other and the planes will fall out of the air. <laughs> Bye! You know, it's a problem. It's something you worry about. So anyway, virus comes and everyone's worried about it. we got to get a vaccine. Everybody's got to get vaccines, don't they? There you go. That's right. Oh, they develop these pretty fast all of a sudden, hey? A lot of vaccines really fast because normally it would take like 15 years to develop these and all of a sudden five companies at the same time happen to have pulled off the impossible and produced a miracle. Not once, not thrice, but five is nice. Five times. Five different vaccines. Five different companies. And those are your choices. Unless you were Russian or Chinese. See, they got special vaccines. Did you know that? The Russians had a special Sputnik something vaccine, and the Chinese had something else, some other special Chinese vaccine. Did you know that? It has come out now that 50% of men who have taken this and gotten myocarditis, which is heart damage, 50% of it is permanent. 50% of all the men... That have gotten heart damage as a result of these shots, which is a lot of men, by the way. They're not saying how many that is, but we know a lot of a lot of people took it. A lot of them are men, and you know who's most susceptible is men under twenty-five. The young men suffered the side effects the most. Specifically, who suffered the worst side effects the most was young men under the age of twenty-five. Who do you draft into a military? If you were going to take a country down, who would you kill? If you did Those that aren't, uh, you know, disabled, do you have heart damage? Is there a heart defect? What happens when you get into combat and your heart rate is 165 for an hour straight? Does it explode? Do you have a heart attack? Do you have a stroke? Does your blood clot... Who's to say? All I know is it seems like we got really sick from taking these shots. It seems that way. And I also know that the Chinese and the Russians didn't take the same ones as we did. Does anybody find this suspicious? It also seems to be that the Chinese are all over our government. All over it. Everywhere. They're paying off... uh, Political figures, they're meddling campaigns, they've got secret police stations, they're in here stealing secrets from labs in Winnipeg, our military's giving them secrets, generals are getting fired left and right. 
Like, does anyone else not see what I see is happening? I, this is a lot of things to be coincidental. And to me, perhaps, it's possible that uh, the goal here is to not only not fight America and the West man-to-man in a super destructive, insane nuclear war, we're not going to need to fight them at all. Just wait. Just sit there. Eat your Doritos. Watch this. And you know the last thing is? That that method of warfare, uh, especially to the Asians, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to... <laughs> this isn't me being racist this time. I'm just... I don't know. But I do know that in... Uh, like I've read that because Japanese soldiers and admirals and generals have talked this way. And I think the Chinese are of the same mindset. I because the Chinese wrote this book, so it might, I don't know. It might just be a pan-cultural thing that this is how the Asians fight. I don't know. Um, the thing about it is they consider the perfect victory. Um, like the way the Americans or the way we might or, you know, your average dumb-dumb, like uh, kind of unenlightened, just America, yeah, fuck yeah. What does ultimate victory look like to you? All my enemies are dead and their entire civilization is destroyed. Every building's gone. It's just like fucking erased. You know, huge mess. Yeah, ultimate victory. The Chinese and the, you know, and the Japanese are like, no, that is not a total victory. That is a sloppy victory. Watch this. I will beat you so hard inside your own mind you will wake up one day and China have control you and you don't even know it happened China smarter well if I had a hat you know You kind of deserve to win when you're that fucking smart, you know? You gotta do it. You gotta do Kane air guitar. It's a crazy time to be alive. I'm dressed like a supervillain. Who's not having fun? Larry loves it. Sing me a song, Larry. Mm. Yeah. Odyssey was all fucked up for a second. It's got the wrong name. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why Odyssey does that sometimes. It's a confusing uh, alt platform. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Billy Bob says, who's this other Billy Bob? I heard last show the other Billy Bob call me out. To be fair, if he's been listening to you more than two months, he just may be the first of the Billy Bobs. I only created this account for you and Blackpilled. Nice. Also a great guy. Respect. So I assure you I'm not an asshole from Ceases. No, no. 
This is old old channel lore. Billy Bob is a uh, bigot brick who builds back better, and he's building back the bigot bunker with, uh, you know, buttered up bigot babies and you know bustling busters and and, and, and bosoms and bees and other benevolent beautiful bigots and be and the letter b a lot of the letter b there's a whole family of brick people it's a long story it's a very long schizophrenic story um he's billy bob the bigot and he's a you know he's just a dickhead you know, I'm not my contract says you have to fucking pay me that's why i don't talk about him anymore because his contract says i have to pay him every time i bring him up and i don't want to he's very demanding i had to i'm like i'll I, I won't have to i'll be able to refrain from mentioning him so i won't have to pay him anything i'll just watch this so i agreed to an insane sum of money per mention unfortunately so that that cost me a thousand dollars so no one asked about him <laughs> he doesn't pay me i'm a slave help you shut you be quiet now billy bob your whole family's here remember we wouldn't want anything to happen to them. <laughs> the tables have turned, Billy Mom. He thought he was punking me, but I've enslaved his whole family. All of them. <clears throat> Let's read. <laughs> T-Money says, imagine entering World War Three with Small Pipi as our leader. Uh, yeah. Would he wear his glasses or would Putin and Jinping just give that... <laughs> Vega swirly and call it. Well, we wouldn't even be able to contribute in any meaningful capacity. It's like pointless to even mention Canada, really. Um, that'd be like, jeez, uh, I don't know, like Montenegro in World War II. Like, what's Montenegro going to do? Like, who fucking cares what Montenegro does in World War II? It makes no fucking difference. Like, it's not even on this fucking, it doesn't even register. The only time I even thought about Montenegro was trying to think of such an insignificant power in the world to mention as an equivalent to what Canada's contribution to World War III would be. And that's what I could come up with. Montenegro. Um, I, but I imagine PP would probably get a green uh, bomber jacket. He would wear that. He would wear a costume, 100%. He's very insecure. He'd do a lot of the fake uh, drama talking. A lot of pauses and serious, very fake facial expressions that are supposed to make me look wise and thoughtful, but they just make me look like a dick. <laughs> See, I can do it too. It's just very fake. It's very fucking obvious. I hate that man. I hate that man. Oh. So weak. Jacob Powell says, how you doing, brother? From another mother. So I have a question. Okay. Shoot. A request. Oh, well, that's different. I, I I said shoot to a question, not a request. He said, you're good at breaking things down. One of the best. I'm just, I just make it entertaining. I don't think I'm that much smarter. I'm just, I can make it more fun so people want to agree with me because I'm having fun. <laughs> Are you guys completely wrong? Yes, but it's a lot of fun. You guys are miserable and killing yourselves. So really, we're right, because we're still alive. <laughs> and they are trying to kill us. Existence is resistance. Every minute you're alive is one more minute they don't want you here, and it pisses them off. They want you dead. Every minute you're not dead is a victory. 
says, can you break down for me why and how we have the childlike brain dead morons we have as politicians right now? Why can nobody with balls get in as opposition in the mechanisms? Well, that's a good question. The problem is that the system, as it is, James, is not designed to allow such men of renown that I'm sure you have in mind, whom you would propose and desire to lead and take charge. They simply will not be permitted inside the building, you see, Jacob, because the system is designed in such a way that it is built specifically to make sure that never happens. Vladimir Lenin said the best way to defeat the opposition is to control it. And that's what they do. And you control it by just buying the right people and having the right money in the right places and having a a group of people like these politicians who love money and clout and influence and they don't believe in or care about anything bigger than themselves. They don't believe anything inside of them is just an empty shell, a weak, small person who wouldn't die for their own children, much less anything else. There's nothing remarkable in them. There's nothing special about them. The only thing that makes them who they are is that they say yes when they need to say yes. So that's why they're there. They're not like you or us. They're a totally different kind of person. Masquerading as leaders when they're not and they've never been. They just say the phrases and words that make you think that that's who they're supposed to be. That that's They're some kind of authority figure. They're, they're wearing a costume. They've got sets. They're standing in front of podiums with a nice expensive backdrop with Canadian flags. He's wearing a suit and there's TV cameras and people are taking pictures. He must be important. He must know what's going on. He must be some kind of, he must have, you know, no, he didn't work his way anywhere. He was placed there like a spare skater on a beer league team. He was just put there. He was allowed to be there. If he had ever displayed any characteristics of going rogue or having a set of functioning balls, he would be expelled, as you can see, with everyone that has ever done that in history. Either they kick you out of the party, maybe you get arrested and go to jail, or maybe they just blow off your head with a gun if you're John Kennedy or if you're Robert Kennedy. His, uh, you know, RFK Jr. certainly learned his lesson, didn't he? I love Israel more than anything in the world. There's nothing I wouldn't do. I would have sex with Benjamin Netanyahu right now if I could. Thank you, Robert. That was a very valuable contribution to the zeitgeist. And what what leadership? Wow. Oh, my God. He's really good at just as sucking them off as much as everyone else. Oh, wow. Incredible. Very so insightful and diff- wow, revolutionary, isn't he? Yeah, they're going to push him so he takes votes away from Trump. That's going to be the plan there. But Trump also is like, actually, nobody loves him more than me. I am the greatest Zionist chill in history. I love them. They're the best. They're almost, they're even, and I don't say this a lot, they're even better than me. I've never said that. Nobody's better than me, but they are better than me. They're better than me because they're Jews. <laughs> My entire family is married to Jews. Everybody is. 
very strange considering there's such a small what are the what are the odds what are the odds anyway i'm just going on a tangent i'm just trying to answer a super chat in a creative fashion so that's the thing um what people don't seem to get is they're they're trying to they're trying to win the game by playing in a rigged casino it's like oh i'll just run for office you're you're playing their game that's a game they've created for you to play so that you are occupied believing that you can win when you never can. You're a rat in a maze that thinks it's going to get the cheese at the end. There's no cheese ever. There's no way out. It just goes in circles. For You just need to leave. People need to build, and they are, building parallel power systems. Power it comes in different ways. Who's more powerful? The mayor of your town... Or the high school janitor? It's a trick question. Who's more powerful? The mayor or the high school janitor? Well, I mean, the mayor, are you as well? That depends. Maybe the high school janitor has seen the mayor doing something. That the mayor knows he has evidence of. And that the high school janitor has made very fucking clear that he will absolutely show his wife this if he doesn't do exactly what the high school janitor wants. Now who's more powerful? Doesn't always. It's not always what it looks like. Sometimes things can be two things at once. Sometimes different things can be true at the same time. And then the mayor could just be like, hmm, and then, well, what about this? We'll go even further, Larry! Hey, come in, Donnie. What can I do for you? Listen, man. The high school janitor saw me sucking your dick. <laughs> He's got a video. Not so. This would be very bad for me as the, uh, you know, respected gangster. So I'm just going to fucking kill this guy. And uh, that's all going to go away. <laughs> now the mayor's in charge again. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't. But the point is, like, someone who's just a lowly, like, I literally just clean toilets in a high school. And, like, you're the mayor of a fucking city of Toronto. It's like, well, I put this in your hand, and now all of a sudden you're a giant, you're the you're a kingslayer. Hmm. You know? You could actually make him do what you want if you were able to get him in that kind of position. And uh, it just so happens that this is uh, literally this is Israel's foreign policy. Like that's how they do everything. They have dirt on all kinds of people, and those people are given money and opportunities and shoved into places because they're controlled. Like they're they're owned. They're they're like a you know, like a spy almost. <laughs> They've been famous for this for a long time. You put them, especially in uh, sexual situations. That's what Epstein Island was. Did you not know that? Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, Epstein's partner there, her father was a Mossad agent. That's who That's who set that up. It's all intelligence gathering. So you have these people. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's there having sex with underage girls. Mossad has these videotapes. Guess what Bill Clinton's going to do? Anything they want. And I think he just decided that, yeah, I, I don't care. I'll fucking do it. I, I sold out a long time ago. I've been pre- I've been crooked Bill for a long time. I'm just I'm just trying to keep Hillary from killing me. To be honest, please help, please help. I've got a sex addiction and my wife is a monster. <laughs> He's just going there back and forth, doesn't care. I mean I mean uh, there's a bunch of people I bet on these Epstein lists that were there like once, you know, and it's like too late. Doesn't matter, we got you. Even if you didn't do anything, it's like you're there, aren't you? 
There's pictures of you on the security feed of the tapes that we have. There's a 15-year-old in a bikini right next to you. What's that? What's going on there? No one's ever going to fucking believe you didn't do anything. Just the fact you were there. Just the fact you got on the plane and they put your name on it, you're fucking done, son. It's over. And he was a convicted pedophile, Epstein. Convicted! And they still went and hung out with him. You know? This is why, and I'm not going to name names because it doesn't matter, and I'm primarily in Canada anyway, so it doesn't fucking, you know. There are some people around who are willing to like look the other way for things and certain guys, and it's like, dude, there's pedophiles creeping around and guys are looking at dick pics of 15-year-old kids. What do you, no, 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 get, that's, destroy that at the stake. Burn that a lot. That's, you can't have that. I don't care if they're on your team. That's a... Maybe politically, they, maybe they're on your team. Spiritually, they're not. And that goes to the core of who you are as a person. That's your, you know, that's your DNA and your ancestry and your blood talking to you. Like, that's not, there's just certain things, you know, we're not on the same page. We can't have this around. You know, this is not what we're about. It's, oh, he said he wouldn't do it again. Oh, good. Anyway. Weird rant. Um, I should make notes. I need a, I need one of these things that just records what I'm saying, and I can just read back what the hell I was just talking about. I need a secretary to type up like a stenographer. <laughs> just there in the background, typing every, everything I say. You, what did I say a minute ago? You said, fuck these assholes. They're all a bunch of goddamn no good. All right, thanks, Janine. I'm going to name her Janine. I imagine it's Janine from Ghostbusters. You promised me you'd hire more help. Janine, I'm sure that with your qualifications and work experience, you'd have no problem getting a top flight job in either the food service or housekeeping industries. (laughs) I've quite better jobs than this. Yeah, so the politicians are all fake and gay. Uh, parallel power, that's what I was talking about, right? Um, people are building their own in different ways. Certain celebrities are more powerful than politicians. Uh, like Culturally, that's where the fight is. And if, it, if people start to perceive that this system is not working for it anymore and it's actually broken and... And deceptive and wrong. Like, this is predatory is what it really is. It's a pred. I'm in some kind of oppressive, intentionally designed prison to fuck me over. Yes, that is correct. I, and people are figuring that out rapidly in, a, in, a, in an alarmingly, like, int- like kind of frightening pace. If I was the bad guys right now, I'd be very ups- I don't know. They might have to pull the World War Three trigger at this point because it's things might unravel here the, fast, the longer this takes. Then their, you know, power out of people like that just goes away. It's all about it's all about what you believe and what you perceive. Um, when I was in high school, we had a substitute teacher come in, who was a very nice, sweet, attractive pushover of a woman. So, and the guys are like 15, 14, 15. and they're just animals and like no one's paying attention nobody cares they start throwing things and she can't stop them at all they she has no power over them whatsoever they don't respect her to them and their mind like she's a teacher she's the same as every the, the position doesn't matter the title is nothing it's just 
what they're told that you are. But very quickly, if you don't embody that role and it's obvious to those people that you're a fake, you're not an authority figure. You're just a 25-year-old freshly graduated hot chick that's very insecure and clearly uncomfortable. <laughs> we're going to make jokes and do what we want and fuck around because we're 15-year-old boys and you're going to, what are you going to do? Nothing. And you'll be gone tomorrow. We know that. Your power doesn't, you've no, you, you have no power here. <laughs> I remember I felt that. I remember sitting at the back just being like, you know, I was watching her and she was just like, she was defeated. She knew there was nothing she could do. And she was just like sitting there, like writing stuff, like fucking, this is like 2002, right? No, nobody had phones yet. And then the bell was like, all right, we leave. And she was just like, <laughs> much like that, I think the public is going to come to quickly realize more and more that uh, these people are, I mean, that's that's what I intend for because that's, that's the truth. We're, we're not like this. This isn't normal for us. This is why it upsets us. I've been l reading and watching and listening to a lot of things about, you know, our history and ancient history and cultural, you know, norms and what we lived like and what we believed in and what we did. And it's all very clear that there's a, a certain way that we prefer to be and seem to do naturally. And then there's this way we live, which is totally the fucking opposite. And it just doesn't work. You know, it's not working for us. <laughs> Nobody's happy. Everybody's depressed and on drugs and pills and confused and angry and pissed off and miserable and depressed. It's because this is all wrong. This is all wrong. Uh, we're being preyed upon by psychopaths. One of the things I mean, and I, it would be all night just going on. Like, what do you mean? It would take forever. One, of, well, one example of what I mean is that. We have these people in positions of power and authority, which, of course, we're going to. That's normal. But this is a so what what they've done is pervert and subvert and corrupt what we already had. It looks the same from the outside, but once you really dig under the surface, you find it's rotten. It's not real. It's gone bad, you know? We've always had these figures. We've had, you know, kings, the president, the emperor. It doesn't we perceive them the same way. That's the top dog, right? That's the boss. The king, the chief, the president, the Fuhrer, the fucker, whoever. There's one guy or there's somebody. And then underneath them, you've got lords and fucking, or the, well, he's the premier, whatever the fuck, whatever name you're saying, all right, he's the premier. Okay, cool. Or he's Lord fucking Cornwallis or he's whatever. There's another guy. He's not the king, but he's in between. There's levels to this shit down to like the town mayor. Who's like, why is he the mayor? He can drink the most. Ay, 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 ay. And that's why everyone made him the mayor. But you know what I mean? The standards go up from there. <laughs> but this is this is normal to us, right? None of us find that system to be confusing and all like sort of makes sense. We're like, well, you know. Um and, and it makes it made sense because these people weren't appointed. They weren't just like like, why is that guy the king? It's like, well, because his dad was rich and it's like, no, because their family like conquered all of our enemies, established the kingdom and protected us from our enemies and gave us a profoundly improved way of life. We made them the king of the land and this person makes the decisions because they're awesome. And that's his son who's a lot like him and they train each other. So it's like he's going to take over when he gets too old because well, do you got a better guy? I can't think of anybody. Oh, maybe perhaps you think you should be the fucking king of England. You know, 
Like, there's reasons for this shit. And there's guys, why are people lords and knights and so on? They didn't get, uh, I went to school and got a PhD. You had to prove it and earn it. And it was a fucking achievement that other men admired. So when these guys came down the street, the other men got out of the way because they knew their place. And it's like, oh, why would you get out of the way? Well, then go do what he did and go fucking level up and be a bigger man than you are today. Go see, go do something or be a guy that drinks downtown and, you know, farms a potato and, and goes, everybody's, I'm, a, the only reason I'm not doing better is because it's everybody else's fault. You could do that too. Or you could, you know, but anyway, uh, that's the system. That, so that's why other, that's why it's stable and makes sense because other men respect it. You're like, why is he in charge? And people say, well, th- these are the things they've done or they oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I couldn't do that. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it goes up like this. Normal. That's not what we have. We have fake alphas and fake leaders and fake chiefs and fake, tri- you know, it's all fake. Look who, look who our prime minister is. Are you telling me? So the prime minister, ostensibly, if we are to be believed, this is not a corrupt version of our true selves and how we're supposed to live. It's not a subverted version. That person should be the ult- the ultimate, you know, that's our top guy. That's who the, who's, they're the smartest, they're the, they're the most reason, like this is the best representation of who we are and this person's the best able to bring us our, you know, what we want and this is our, that's the king. Is, really? Re- really? We couldn't do any better than this. And who are the other options? Equally hilariously pathetic. None of them are impressive in any way at all. Everyone in charge is in a fake position of authority that they didn't earn and every other man hates them for it because it's a subversion of what's supposed to be happening. Like, you're, it's your instinct. That's why you don't like them. These fucking politicians. But yeah, that's your, again, your blood talking to you. This is a bad, we need to fix this. This is incorrect. This is out of order. This is, it, it's like when your body is sick. We're a micro-macro thing. If you're sick, things happen in your, you get a fever, you start sneezing. You're like, what's going on? There's a problem that's being dealt with. There's something wrong. There's a symptom, Right? We're walking around going, this is fucking, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel so depressed and frustrated and like you're just, something's not fucking, something's not right, isn't it? Just say it. Just say it. This is not, this all, something's really fucking wrong, isn't it? All of this doesn't fucking feel right, does it? I have no problem saying any of this stuff because I know five years they're going to be like, yeah, he was right. How's your how's your protests going? Hey, you sign another petition? How do you feel finding out that they don't do anything and they'll just still do whatever they want no regardless of what you think? How do you think men that you know and some women that earn their positions like the old days, you know, why is she the queen? Why is this person that There used to be good reasons. They don't have those anymore. And they're doing a terrible job, and they don't listen to anything anybody wants. It's completely backwards. (laughs) Because people that we would produce from amongst us, the best ones that we have, that would be reluctantly accepting leadership responsibilities, because that's how it's supposed to go, those are the ones that are like the fatherly, motherly figures that are like, I guess I'm going to have to do this because it seems like I'm in the best position to and I don't, you know, not because they want to be like some kind of power hungry maniac. 
And those people would have gotten there with the with the with the social, mental, spiritual support of their people because they know who they are. They are like, yeah, we. People are like, who's who's your guy? Who's your woman? Who's in charge? And they're all like, that that one, you know, because they like him. And th- so then, that person that they've chosen in an election of a different kind that that's been chosen is very unlikely to then go, ha-ha, douchebags, I tricked you all those years. I'm going to sell everything to the bank. You know, like, probably not. Probably not. They're, they're, they're about this. You know, they care about their people, and they're not going to do these kinds of things. That's not who we have. We have people dropped in from other ridings, from out of town, from other fucking countries, pretending to be you, not listening to you, not giving you anything you want, totally disrespecting you. Hey, let's take all the prayers out of Remembrance Day while we're at it. Can we change the words of the national fucking anthem? Hey, why don't we just change the flag to a commie hammer and sickle too while we're at it? None of them earned any of the power they have in any of the real righteous ways that any of us would respect that that we've grown accustomed to over, geez, I don't know, 15,000 years. (laughs) This is the best we got. The Premier of Ontario, Butterboy. That's the best we got, guys. Sorry. That's just who's in charge because he's the best leader. That's the king of Ontario. That's who you got. That's your leader. <laughs> hmm. How's Nova Scotia doing? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know? Of all the men we have to be the leader, that's who you got. That's Of all of them, that's who it is. That's not right. You know? Very. That's very... There's something very off with this. All right. Jacob, that was... Uh, that was probably, that Super Chat probably sponsored a good 20 minutes. I don't know. We're half done. This is amazing. I didn't even have to look at a single story. I didn't. Have, I don't have any dead babies to show you tonight either. Thank God. We're taking a break of dead babies. <laughs> don't worry. They're still killing babies. I just didn't happen to see any today that I felt like is worth. Why did I even bring it up? Why did I even bring <laughs> I got upset. Yeah, just one super chat. Jen Steen, brother, he says, "How our government is a symbol of strength. Come on, Rage, have some faith. Cue the fat people song. I don't have a fat people song. That's just a, I mean, I would be, well, I do have a, I guess, is this what you mean? This is, no, it's not a fat, this is the Canadian leadership anthem. This is what it is. It's not a fat people song. This is called, this is called Here Comes the Canadian King and Queen. Uh, one of them fell down. Well, it's hard for the it's hard for him to get back up with the stubby legs and the fat. It's like a pig. It's like a, he's got like a little pig body. He's squealing like a pig. Uh, help him up. His ass is out. Come, pull up his pants. Is this really? This is the premier of Ontario. Cut! No, he just ate a bee. He's eating bees. He's eating bees, guys. This is unacceptable. Just leave him down. I, 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 don't pick him up. Don't help him up. Leave him down there. Let him struggle. 
He'll eventually lose enough weight that he'll regain full extension of his arms and legs, and he'll be able to get up on his own. You're not helping him, helping him up. Everybody picking the Premier of Ontario up when he falls down and goes, help, I'm fat. Like, you're making it worse. He needs to learn how to get up on his own, and he, if you keep helping him, he's never. He's just going to get fatter, guys. He keeps getting fatter. You need to stop helping him uh, pick him up. And, you know, listen, if he eats more bees, just stop. Just let him do it. He needs to learn. He needs to learn. You don't eat bees and you don't be obese. Those are two things that he should know this by now at a man of his age. These are, you know, what else does he do? Does he draw on the walls at home? Like, what else do we need to worry about here? Is he taking all this medicine? Is he eating his broccoli? Like, no. Ah, Powell's back again. So this, okay, another another chat. If he's asking me a question or a request, it's going to be another hour. He says, when you think how the Suez Canal blockage went down roughly 12% uh, of global trade and was holding up trade value at over $9 billion a day, that's insane. Times that by 100. Yep, when war fuckery goes afoot, that's just one thing. Yeah, everything will be incredibly expensive and it's be very bad. It'd be very bad. It'll be so bad that when we're in the middle of it and everyone's complaining about how bad it is, they'll be blaming people that aren't responsible for how bad it is because they're responsible for how bad it is because they were the ones that encouraged this complete fucking retarded nightmare to continue because they had to Slava, remember? This is a continuation of that. Stupid decisions and and at throwing uh, fuel and energy and sustenance into a lie and, and something bad and wrong. When you're on the wrong side of it, you continue to support it and make it bigger and bigger. It makes things worse. It leads to worse things. Things just get worse. You know, it's like lying. You lie once, you're going to have to lie again eventually to un un unless you retract the lie. It's, it stops. It stops at one. You lie once, you got well. Then you got to lie twice. Now you've lied twice. Now you got to lie a third time to to cover the other two lies and four and five. It just eventually gets out of control. We had to Slava Ukraine. We had to remember we had to Slava. Even though everyone was saying this is the dumbest fucking thing and we shouldn't be getting involved. Yeah, and now we're uh, an entire military is stripped. We're broke, and the the people were probably going to end up fighting have had an up-close-and-personal look at all of our weapon systems, everything we have, how it works, how we fight, how to beat us, and they were very successful in doing so. Now we're... Do you see how we're in a much worse position than we were before? Because you had to sl you had to Slava. We had to. All those other people are just bigots, and they're just not... No, they're stupid. We have to Slava. TV told me. TV told me to Slava. This entire Ukraine adventure has backfired spectacularly. What was intended to bankrupt the Russians and drain them of resources and supply has done the exact opposite and done it to us. Our own people even blew up the fucking pipeline to try and punish the Russians. And half of Europe doesn't have fuel and gas and like super expensive now. Like, oh, the Russians, yeah, the Russians blew up their own pipeline so they could make less money. Yep. That makes sense. When they're being sanctioned by the whole world and they're constantly providing peace proposals. They had a peace proposal uh, they tried to push through with Brazil for Israel and Palestine, and the U.S. vetoed it. Like, no, we're not even going to talk about peace.
Who's the bad guy here? You said no to peace talks. You have no excuse. Everything, every, everything the Russians seem to be doing seems like the correct move. If I were in their position, I would be like, this is probably the smartest move. The guys over there calling the shots are way smarter than the ones over here. And the same thing goes for the Chinese and the Iranians. and every. We're the dumbest people. The only reason we are where we are is because of the size of our dicks. And they're shrinking. And that, of course, means like the military and economic power of the Western world is rapidly depleting. And soon, if not already, it's well within striking distance of the other side of the world, the Eastern world, that seeks to topple it and establish a new world where Eastern hegemic... They're going to have power over the world now. It's not going to be a Washington, D.C.-centered world. It's going to be a Beijing-centered world or a Moscow-centered world or both. America can say this like, like they've been, right? When we invaded Iraq, so let's pretend you're in Iraq or somewhere nearby that it's alarming to you. And some country is like, yeah, we're going to come and blow the shit out of you. And no one can do anything about it because they're too powerful. We can't stop them. That must be terrifying, right? The empire is just coming to destroy you and there's nothing anyone can do. There's nothing Russia could do if they wanted to. That's going to be in the reverse. See, now Russia could be like, yeah, we're going to do this now to these people. Or this or that. And America can go, hey, don't do that. And Russia can go, suck our dicks. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're beaten. There's nothing you can do if you wanted to. Don't you have a civil war to deal with? You see? And that's going to be the new world. So that sounds fun because that's going to be the cost of losing. And that's why we have to we have to fight a war. And so East and West have to have this confrontation and there has to be a billion dead people. And Yep. Because we had to Slava. We had to just keep following the liars and the insane people all the way down the toilet bowl to hell. Because cause you'd be racist if you didn't, you know? imagine explaining this to your ancestors we're all dead and you go to whatever asgard valhalla all the, they're all there like what happened this time you know what was your apocalypse and they'll, and they'll be like what happened to us man fucking we got space jews and they fucking hit us with a big rock killed the earth you know wiped it all out there's nothing we could do two thousand foot waves buddy landslide like entire continent sunk into the sea cities disappeared it was horrible it was the most insane fucking unbelievable terrifying thing you could imagine even just thinking about it now makes me so terrified like that's a, that's something that can happen and it is it's happened on earth before that giant global flood is a real thing that didn't that's not a myth <laughs> okay that's 100 percent proven that's scary as fuck that's what happened to them what happened to you guys Oh, uh, well, fucking, so like, people were like, hey, if you don't do this thing that's uh, obviously really bad for you and against your instincts, uh, we're, I don't even want to say it because it's so bad, you know? Like, really? Tell me, I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to hear how civilization was destroyed. What did they do? It must be so terrible. I mean, how did you do Well, oh, fuck, man. I mean, they were going to like, they're going to call us the word, you know? The word? What are, what are you talking about? Racist, bro. They would have said we were racist. There was nothing we could do. There was nothing I could do, bro. They were going to say I was racist. You let your civilization go down the drain because you didn't want to be called names that were made you uncomfortable? Pretty much, man. I mean, what was I going to say? 
you know? I mean, there were Jewish people were upset, you know? And they'll be like, what? <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> well, that's why we're going to have World War III, because everyone's afraid of being called names and nobody wants to, uh, you know. It's good. That's uh, It's like you deserve it, you know? Do you know what it, you know what I, you know what it might be? This is why humanity keeps failing because it keeps choosing the wrong things. It keeps doing the wrong things. It keeps going down paths that end up in its own destruction because of idiocy. Like it didn't have to be like this. None of this had to happen. If smarter, better people had been in charge making better, smarter decisions, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. But because our priorities are all fucked up, and we did this to ourselves, and we checked out a society, and we became apathetic, and we allowed these pathetic, weak, small, worm-like creatures to lead us around, and then make insanely terrible, obviously insane decisions, and still do nothing about it, their their ability to destroy is limitless. Now we're going to have a probably global war that might just, it's going to totally turn the world order upside down. We have no idea what the future is going to look like anymore. And that's all because people were too lazy to do anything about it. So we've done this to ourselves, literally. If we'd given a fuck 20 years ago or 30 years ago, this all could have been, this all could have been stopped. We never, and still, and it could get worse. Imagine 10 years from now thinking if we had done something 10 years ago, this wouldn't be happening. There's so many people that are just content to just, it'll get better somehow. That's not real life. I'm just going to hide under some coats and I'll hope that somehow tomorrow will be better than that. It'll, it just will for some reason. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to accept responsibility for anything. I don't have, I just, I just, just hide under, just put some, where's my coat? Put it over my head. I'm under the covers. I'm not here anymore. You know, when I wake up, everything will be different. It won't. That's you. Anyway, uh, Sergeant Rock says, "Will you have a little potato running the show? There's only one direction your country can go. It's a flaming downward spiral. It's going to be very hard landing. Not sure who walks away from it. We'll see. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be wild, and this chaos provides opportunity, as the the Japanese say, or the somebody again, the Asians, the slants. You know, I'm a racist old Clint Eastwood man now." <laughs> I used to stack you like sandbags, you know? I, I genuinely don't remember, but I know that's came from somewhere. And it's, and it's true. Because cha- when, when things are not chaotic, when things are orderly, there's, there's very inflexible. There's very little wiggle room. Nothing's going to, you know, things are solid. They work. There's a system. Nobody's interested in changing it. Order, stability, calm waters. When it's crazy storm time, everything's moving around. It's mad. Now, like, there's opportunities here. Things are moving around. Things are changing. World's changing. Things are moving. This is, there's opportunities here for you to take advantage of if you know where to look and you know where to... Where, where to where to lean, you know? Jenstein says, enjoyed the red ice panel today. Appreciate you bringing up the concern for the kids' future. I mean, that's that's what it comes down Like, anytime I feel like I just want to do something else. I mean, everybody does, right? Every once in a while, you're just like, fuck, I just... Well, first of all, I'm like, what else even is there to do? Like, everything is so fucked up now. This is... this is uh, I can't avoid this. 
There's nowhere I could go in life where this isn't going to be right in my face everywhere. Because that's how prevalent it is. And number two, even if I could, that only works, that strategy only works if everything somehow gets better and turns around, you know, um, on its own, irrespective of anything I do. I'm placing entirely my faith in humanity that everything will somehow work out without any input from me at all. I don't have to do a fucking thing. Well, that's very unlikely. Uh, it's unlikely, here's the difference, it's unlikely that my contribution one way or another will will do much of anything. I'm not a president, I don't have a billions of dollars, I'm not an, in, you know, I'm not a, I'm not Elon Musk, I don't, you know what I mean? There's not, there's only, so ignore it, pay attention, either way. The difference is, I'll know. Ten years from now, I will know what I did or didn't do, what I tried to do or tried not to do what I hid from and what I didn't hide from. And I do not, the scariest thing, one of the scariest things I can think of, the second scariest thing I can think of is my children growing up in a world where they're hated and mistreated or even hunted and they live in shitty conditions because they're second-class citizens and they're not, you know, welcoming. And it's just, it's not a good existence. It's just not great. And I didn't do anything to even try to, to prevent this. I can't even, you know, on my deathbed, lay there, you know, with my, and say, I did, I did everything I could. That's the second scariest thing I can think of. The scariest thing I can think of is laying there knowing all I did was fucking jerk off and play video games. And this is my last memory of my of my family. That This is what I'm leaving behind. Desperate people with nowhere to go and nobody to help them. And I was worried about myself. That would be hor- that would be hell. <laughs> or rather, I think you'd feel like you knew where you were going as you're dying. Like I wasted it. I wasted it. Like what did you do? how bad is this going to get? What did you do all those years while this was going while I was a child? And I had no control over this. What were you doing? Oh, I uh, was playing Call of Duty mostly. Cool. Thanks, Pops. I'll take it from here. Can't do it. Sorry. Daddy's not built that way. Daddy's got work to do.
If you gotta go down, make a mess. It's just a classic, spiteful, Scottish, Irish, white guy shit. You know what I mean? You gotta go down. Go down swinging like a son of a bitch. At least then when you when you go up, they're not sitting around asking you questions. They're just like, they've already got beers for you. And it's like, nice, nicely done. Nice. Solid exit. Solid exit. I wish my exit looked like that. Well done. Cammy says, has anyone got any news on James Toff? I think about pray for him often, still greatly appreciate what he did for the country. Yeah, he's a great man. He's done a great thing. And uh, as far as I know, he's just gone back to his life. He came and he did to do and he did it and, and he went home. And he deserves every every bit of peace and quiet that he has. Um, he's doing fine as far as I know. I haven't uh, talked to him in a while, but uh, you know some of the guys I know have. And yeah, he's, he's okay. I'm sure he would appreciate your concern, <laughs> but he's fine as far as I know. Uh, Rogue Praetorian says total mutiny needs to happen. It basically already is. It seems that way. Uh, Revan says eight here. He's a schmuckle for an M. What aren't a maxinated <laughs> genocides like Palestine? Who are Semites? How anti-Semites of isn't reallys? That's a. There's a lot going on there. Just for a dollar, that super chat you made me. I don't know what's going on here. I just struggle through that. Um, one world government has to have its one world religion. Says Rogue Praetorian. Yeah, that's scary too. Don't buy anything they're selling. <laughs> Whatever it is, don't buy it. Uh, Revan says, here's a, sh- a-, a shunkle to cuck for NWO if that's your teams and buddy. <laughs> Are you drunk? Chosenite says, thank you for your ongoing service and max respect and appreciation. Thanks, man. Oh, Chosenite 109. Very nice. Uh, all right. Well, caught up here. I don't think I missed anybody. I got to get a better system. Scrotum Wrangle says, hello, fellow white people. <laughs> hello, fellow white people. Polo shirt, khaki shorts, flip-flops. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm not opening links. I've talked about this. I'm probably being overly cautious, but uh, uh, here's a great discussion about Gaza with war journalist Vanessa Beely, Ava Bartlett, and civil rights activist Cynthia McKinney. Um... They're killing kids. I mean, what more is there to say? <laughs> they could go in and fight it out with their infantry, but they'd rather just drop bombs on them all day long from far away because they're gutless. And uh, they know that they would lose. I don't know what they're going to do. They don't go in. They look weak. And um, the government collapses, probably. There's just nothing happens after this. Um, they just do nothing and just drop bombs for a while. I don't know how long they can afford to do that. It seems like there's an, an impending attack coming. <laughs> from up north, Hezbollahs really seem to be trading some shots. They're they're bombing each other back and forth over the Lebanese border. I don't know how long they're supposed to just sit there and watch you uh, massacre innocent people with nowhere to go. This is another uh, sick thing they've done that every every professional uh, 
war strategist that knows any that is even worth mentioning um knows this that you always leave your enemy an escape route who knows why we do this class (laughs) always leave people a way out like one one unguarded like a very obvious route to safety safety why is that it's psychological so that if they're as you and you plan to win like we're planning to win we're fighting always if we're going to fight a war obviously we're assume we're going to win because if you think you can't win that's a very bad fucking place to be in so you assume you're going to win and you you know you leave them one one path out that's very obvious and it's right there because as you're winning they'll start to think do I can I they're going to think about that way out and they're going to want to run rather than die people will all if there's a way to if there's a way to run rather than die nine times out of ten they'll run instead of die uh when they have nowhere to go when it's just the fucking ocean or death or rubble piles or airstrikes they will fight to the death every time because there's nowhere to go and it's their home and it's filled with their families they're not even trying like this is intentional they bombed the uh southern crossing with egypt has been destroyed and two people are too afraid to approach it now that's the point. They don't want the civilians to leave. They want to kill as many people as possible. It is intentional genocide. They are trying to, uh, Ryan said on the stream, I forgot about this. This is a phrase they've used, cutting the grass. they got to cut the grass. It's like every every few years, you just got to kill a whole pile of them to keep them from, you know, got to keep the grass down. They know what they're doing. It's not... Like there's there's so many like commentators that don't know anything about any of this stuff works, and they just assume they're military geniuses and why the generals are doing this and that, and why anything's happening. It's all of this would have been factored into the calculations. Like, well, they've got nowhere to go. Like, they could have just opened a corridor for people to surrender it. No, it's walled off in every direction. There's guns pointed in every direction. You can't even surrender and escape if you wanted to. You'll be killed as soon as you fucking. So they're going to fight to the death. That's what they want. They don't want them to survive. Uh, Nelson says, what happened to this chat room? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. He says, how the heck are you? Thank you for being you. The world is a better place with you in it. I don't know if that's true. It's definitely a, definitely a louder place. <laughs> ah! All right. Caught up here. I don't think I caught up. No, I didn't. Jeez, there's so many. Um, Ryan G on uh, Odyssey thanks man he says I love when I open my gun and see your rope in the live streams donating a knife to show my support just make sure there's enough mustard gas Semtex on it so we can you know fire up the um, weapons grade plutonium with the AK-47s to ch- <laughs> remember when I was saying AK-47s Hamas giving them to children to Hamas and all that stuff like week, a like couple weeks before this happened <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen it was just a job they're going to arrest me again. He's connected to Hamas. I think the proof to the doof. Yes, tell me about your proof to the doofs again. Some more. It's going really well for you so far. Um, Ryan says, finally, two Republican, pure-blooded Indian-American presidential candidates arguing about how much money the USA should give to Israel. We are finally on the right track. Yeah. They're all doing that. Is there anyone not... Arguing over how much of a shill they are for, like, oh, no, I'm a bigger, no, I give them more money. I love them the most. 
Oh, I'd give them a billion dollars. I'd give them $10 billion. I would give them $50 billion. Oh, I'd give them $100 billion. I'd let them fuck me. I'll do anything. Like, it just gets outrageous. They're just competing to see who can be teacher's pet. That's that's the sick part, guys. They know that. Either consciously or subconsciously, every one of those fuckers understands they're in the power business. That's the game. They, they, they know what it is. They know what time it is. They know you got to kiss the ring to move up the ladder. They're too, they're cool with it. They're doing it on purpose because they're auditioning for a fucking promotion, dude. It's simple. When you think, man, is this what it looks like? Yes. Yes, it is. Don't let them talk. No, we're just showing respect to our you know, greatest ally. It looks to me like you're literally wearing their little magic hat and they flew you across the world to kiss their magic wall. Why didn't you just kiss their feet? Or maybe you did that off camera. I'm sorry, did you give him a hundred standing ovations? Who is this guy? Oh, he must be the emperor, is he? Because if you were in ancient Rome, let's say, and you lived in, I don't know, we would have called it Gaul at the time, like France, like one of the conquered provinces of the empire, and you have a regional boss who you think is the boss. You think this guy is the king, the chief, the tr- it's like that's the only person you've ever heard of, you've ever seen, he's the most powerful guy around. He's the fucking big cheese of the whole, your whole life, everywhere you are, your whole little island country, wherever it is you're at. And then one day, someone else comes from a very far away land, and that guy fucking stands and claps like a little girl and kisses the ass of this strange man you've never seen or heard of before and came from far away. What would you, what does that suggest about that relationship? Who, who's got the power in this, like, who is, who's number one and who's number two? Maybe... Oh, no, my guy's just really enthusiastic. He's just really supportive of his new friend. He's just really trying to help his friend. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Tell yourself that. I hope you believe that. Um, Jensen says, Dawson's a funny dude. That's hard to do when you just woke up. <laughs> yeah, he can be. He did just wake up. He had an American flag blanket on. <laughs> Godzilla says, if there's any consolation for your terrified audience regarding all the fucked up, we're going to lose the war shit. I mean, don't fight in it, but there's nothing you can do. What do you want me to lie? Oh, USA number one. We're totally going to win. It's going to be amazing. We're all going to live in fucking McDonald's strip. Society is dying. We live in a sick, fucked up, upside down, grotesque, degenerate Weimar society. Um, So we can't fight anyway, even if we wanted to. I mean, I don't want to. There's probably people that do want to. You're making a terrible terrible mistake. Anyway. Uh, he says, it's that it's all, what? If there's any consolation, uh, it's that it's all just a bunch of silly conspiracy theories. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. CRJ says, Slick Willie moved crack for CIA in the 80s as governor, which funded black ops and ruined black inner cities. Rewarded with presidency two terms. People think gold is the currency. No dummies. It's blackmail. Black, yeah, just like the high school janitor. That's actually based on a true story. That was CRJ. CRJ used to be a high school janitor. And uh, he saw some things, and he took advantage of it. Now he's doing now he's doing well. Sorry, I had to out you like that, but uh, you know, this is too kind. There's blackmail is the currency of the day, as he'll tell you. Wall banger. I mean, you basically outed yourself. I told the story about you, and here you are, pretty much all but admitting it. That poor mayor, too. You know, he wasn't even a bad mayor, was he? I don't know. I made the whole thing up. Did I? Who knows? Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody has ever cared. 
Wallbanger, the amount of bad things happening seems to be directly proportional to the amount of noticing going on. It is ramping up, isn't it? Jacob says we live in the land of land full of chicks with dicks, both figuratively and the literal sense. Also, ideologically, some of the chicks with dicks like to pretend they're still men. Chicks with small dicks, little fag dicks, not the big wanga dicks. Yeah, we're, there's a lot of dick talk going on. It's making me. It might be. It might be too much. Turbo Nerd says, I need to be able to tell my children I did not stay silent. Exactly, right? Like, that's a need. That's not something I'm willing... Like, I don't want to be doing this. This isn't that fun. Like, this is fucked up. This whole... All of this shit is really just fucked, man. Like, we don't want to be doing this, but I can't... I can't be aware of it and not do something about it. I had this thought today, and... It's just, maybe, you know, some people have a hard time understanding I'm like, I just, I'm not built like this. I'm not made like you, I guess, or someone. I'm just, it's all about ignorance. If you're ignorant of something, it's not your fault. You didn't know. You weren't given a choice. You weren't presented uh, with, you know, path A or B. It just happened around you. You had no idea there's nothing you can do about that. There's, you're completely guiltless in this situation. And the metaphor I thought of, you know, you t- to this, where it's like, well, you're going to... If I have a neighbor, say across the street from me or my next door neighbor, and we live there, we live next to each other for 10 years. Unbeknownst to me, the entire time, this actually happened to somebody. This has happened a few times in history. Like there was one, one guy in Cleveland had all these women shaped up. Unbeknownst to me, there's a woman chained up in the basement this entire time. I have no idea. Is it my fault? I genuinely did not notice anything. I saw nothing, no trace of anything that to suggest, like, honest to God, in my heart, I did not see a damn thing. It couldn't, you know, and that's what happened. Nobody noticed for a long time. Eventually, one of these women escaped. But however, what happens if one day I'm out cutting the grass or whatever and I think I hear somebody screaming and I take my earplugs out and I look and there's a woman down banging on the window of this basement, help me, screaming, and then gets, you know. Now I have a decision to make. Do I say anything? Do I call the police? Do I pretend I didn't see that? What do you do? I am not the kind of person that can see something fucked up and go, I'm just going to ignore that. I'm just, that just didn't happen. Knowing that it's happening now. I'm, I'm, I'm seen it. Okay. I can't lie now. There's a lot of people that have no excuse anymore. All of this shit is out there. It's being thrown in your face. I have a great, great quote. And I don't want to sound like I'm uh, sucking the guy off or anything, but he is legitimately, he's a smart guy and he's got some great, sometimes he has some great takes. Um, and uh, I got a I got a quote from uh, an original. You know, it's just something he typed up from Owen Benjamin the other day, and it's very I 100% agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. I want to save that for the end about uh, you know the the apocalypse. It's the division. You know, the division. Stop dividing. The dividing is good. The dividing is a good thing. It's a filtering process. You started with a whole pile of people, and that's why everybody's mad. We used to have so many more. You did, but you're getting quality now. Everyone is being given choices. Have you noticed, like, this is the kind of spooky thing. This is how we know something big is coming. There's going to be big changes in the world. It's becoming impossible to avoid this, This uh, a friend of mine called it the social a social referendum. 
Basically, people are picking where they stand on so many contentious issues. It's actually dividing people into so many weird camps that you never would have you know, thought before. But you get to see exactly who everyone really is. It wasn't one thing. It wasn't two things. It was everywhere, and it was every day. Every day you had a choice to say something about the woman in the window, and you didn't for years after year. And, you, and then there was two, then there was five, then there was ten. And you still said nothing. You still did nothing. You're not innocent. You failed. That was the game. The endless wars didn't seem to bother you. I mean, you saw it on TV. You knew about it. You knew we were spending money on it. You knew people were dying. But, then the refugees start showing up. Then all the terrorism starts happening. Eh, but, just gets crazier and crazier. And then, you know, hey, maybe little kids need to see penises a lot. Eh, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, how do you feel about genocide? Let's just let's just try this one. Cuz I know those other ones were easy questions. How do you feel about, I don't know, mass murder of an entire city of children? A city of children. Over half the people in Gaza are children under the age of 18. Let's kill them all. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah? You okay with that too? You're a good you're a good boy. You're a great boy. Hey, did you slava? You did. I see you got those uh, flags in your Twitter profile. That's great. I like to see that. It makes me very happy. I also see some some vaccine emojis. You did that too? Right. You, you, you didn't mind? You like how we threatened people's jobs and livelihoods so that they may not buy or sell or trade without this designation, we'll call it. Not a marking, like a designation. And you remember how you were cool with that? Nice. Nice. I like that. I like that about you. I like that about you, that you didn't say anything as your neighbors suffered. They lost their homes, their jobs, they had to move away. People killed themselves and couldn't bury their loved ones. And you were like, oh, well, I'm not going to say. I like that about you. It's good. It's consistent. It's consistency. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about a whole city full of dead kids? Let's hit you with this one. Oh, you're good with that too? Great. This is great. I think things are going to work out just fine for you. I think you've made a lot of really great decisions, one after the other, after the other, after the other, about very serious things that result in very real harm to people all around you that you could see very easily, readily, if you would but open your eyes. Instead, you didn't, and you just decided, meh, cheese, sports ball. Yeah. Right on. You did a great job. Life's all about choices, you know? They, don't they say that? Mm-hmm. How much time? I didn't know. I had no time. You had no time. You just never had the time. Every single day, every single time, there's... Oh, not doing anything is a choice, too. Silence is consent, as they say. And the things people have been silent about over the last few years, whoof, whoof, mama, huh? Yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, you remember that commission? Remember that? Remember that vaccine commission where they're bringing in all those like people with dead family members and all the you know injured people that lost their jobs and their lives ruined all that stuff. And remember when you were like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. I like that about you. I like that shit about you. Doing a great job, kid. You're doing great, kid. Hey, maybe pretty soon you'll get a chance to even kill a baby yourself. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Maybe you want to get in on the fun. You're going down a great road, guys. I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. Chelsea says black market tie nipples for trannies. I won't. I, is that why it's for trannies? I don't care. That's what it is. You're right. That Oh, gross. That's fucking, that's because the zippering and the, fuck, why would you? <laughs> gross. No. I never want to hear about that again. Lost my place now. Because I don't even... There was a way to... Why am I explaining this to you? You guys can't see any of this. No one cares. Uh, Powell says, I'm going to drop this sentiment. I'm sure it's what every feels and thinks in the Diagaloon click. <laughs> Love you, bro. You and Morgan are, the, are nuts. Or the nuts. We are the nuts. You're the bee's knees. Just as a side note, Morgan's like a little angel. How do you argue with that? True writer. <laughs> I don't. We very rarely... I don't think we've ever really argued about anything. I don't think so. Nothing's jumping out at me. Not not a real argument, you know. It's like, what do you want to watch? You know, like that normal stuff. What what do you want to eat? You know, normal women things. They never know what they eat and they never know what they want to watch. You always have guys, just cut the shit. Just choose food and put things on. All right? That's what the women want you to do. If they complain, don't listen to them. What do you want to eat? How much time? Do you want us to be here all night? What do you want to watch? They're, they're always going to say, I don't know. And then, you know, and you're like, what about this? Uh, what about this? Uh, just put it on. Just fucking put it on. <laughs> put it on. Buy the food. <laughs> She's going to like you. She's like, oh, a go-getter. I like this. A guy that take, a man that takes charge, you know? <laughs> Be more decisive. Yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh. No, I had a story that was like, I'm not going to tell that one. That's too funny, but that's private. That's funny, though. <laughs> I'll just let you la imagine I said something funny. <laughs> Richard Payne says, you wouldn't believe the conversations I had with a bunch of Croatians in Mississauga this afternoon over a couple of pints. People are ready to talk about these things. It's the little white pills that make all the difference. Hope exists. Things are changing fast, man. It's really wild. I've never... I, I genuinely, every day when I woke up, when I woke up, when I wake up every day, I have no idea. I look at my phone like Pandora's box every morning. I just look at it for a second like, whew. there's always that pause. Do you, do you guys do that? There's always a pause where it's like, I've just mentally, you know, preparing to, okay. And then I, and then I you know, <laughs> you can't just open your phone anymore. All right. Not in the world we're living in. I need to mentally prepare myself, like, because the phone, so first of all, I'm not woken up by the phone ringing or someone shaking me awake. That's the worst way to wake up, especially now. Terrible. 
the second worst way <laughs> is to wake up and maybe you live by yourself and you haven't looked at your phone yet and you're like you got to be ready for let's see today oh los angeles has been destroyed okay like that's got to be you you have to be mentally ready for that at this point See, a billion people have died overnight in exchange of nuclear strikes on the Pacific Coast, United States, and China. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Just, you know, be prepared for headlines of this of this magnitude. <laughs> Things could happen, you know. Oh, terrorists have, uh, you know, blown up a stadium full of people and 50,000 fear death. Oh, you know, nice. Right on. It's, uh, it's getting crazy. Crazy. Like, um... Something else you'll notice if you go through, you know, the world history and World War One and Two, and uh, this things go like this: they start small and they get more and more out of control until everybody's playing, and then it just becomes one insane, unbelievable thing after another until you're so desensitized that cities being erased is no longer a really a big deal anymore. You're like, oh yeah, oh they got Hamburg, huh? Right. So, you know, start mentally preparing for. Imagine you're about to imagine it's, uh, you know, January 1939. And uh, go, <laughs> just get ready. And then as, it'd be prepared for worse than that at this point. Could be, could be worse. I would at least prepare for a similar scale of destruction as the Second World War at the rate we're going, especially if this fucking kid. Because America is dragged into this, which it very much looks like it may. There's that's it. It's on. There's no other way around it. They're going to fight Iran. Iran's going to fight America. Iran's going to invoke its alliances with China and Russia. Russia's already engaged with NATO. Let's be honest. We're already at war with Russia. Everyone knows this, but us. Russia certainly does. They're fighting our equipment. Our you know trained. Our some of our volunteers and people are all right there. Why wait? Why, why keep up the charade? Why not? I guess we're going to do this. Let's do it right. Here come the tanks. Let's go. Let's go, bitch. Not too many. I, there's too many people that don't realize how close we are to the finish, like for this to happen. This is like if you were. I don't want to have these crude stories. It's because I was in the infantry, and it's just like when I do that, I feel like I'm just hanging with the guys, talking to the guy. I know there's women and people with families and stuff around. It's like, I'm sorry. This is what it's like. <laughs> this is what we talked like. It's like, how close is World War Three? It's like, you know when you're like 17, 18, and you're like hoping you're going to get laid? And it's like, this is like... We're at third base. You know, this is looks like we're going ahead. <laughs> Hands are in the pants. We're in business. You know what I mean? That's where we're at. That's how close this is. This is like someone needs to burst in any minute to stop this at this point. There needs to be a door that flies open and somebody's mother has to be... Like, that's what has to happen now. Barring that, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it has happened to people... In the past. That reminds me. Um, anyone that's under the age of 18 listening to this, you should not be. However, it would be wrong of me to not say uh, you probably should have a lock on your door from the inside. You're not a little kid. 
Your parents should know better. (laughs) 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 Anyway, silliness. We're just talking... Talking silliness. I told you it was going to be one of, I just, I'm just winging it. I didn't even look at the news. Do you want me to? It's horrible! It's horrible. Um, let's see. <laughs> not see, not, not see power wedge. Not see power wedge? Power wedge. Is that like the, the swastika? Is that what you mean? I don't know. Interesting nickname. Terrorist love story. It is. It is a terrorist love story. <laughs> We're ultimate. We're terrorist force multipliers. We're both worse now. Now together, we're much more powerful. Nelson says it's true, and thank you, Morgan. Yeah, see, everybody loves you. Uh, chat room is destroyed. Nelson, he's probably right. Uh, White cake says the photo of Peterson shaking Netanyahu's hand with Ben Shapiro smiling should be captioned "handshake with the devil." Yeah, that's when we have our own museums. That's what it will be called. Let it be done! (laughs) Put that in the museum. Handshake with the devil. That's what it's called. The original artist is like, that's not what I... That's what it is. Or there's going to be a picture of you in the museum called Was Were. (laughs) That's right. Act right. We're crazy around here. We lived through too much. It was too much. I did two hours without opening anything. It's good. It's good to know when you still got it. Actually, I'm on like hour five or four. How long was I on Red Ice? Oh. <laughs> I'm getting tired. I'm tired, boss. I'm getting tired. There's a lot to look at. I mean, if you want to. Um, geez. It's all really fucked. Russia will pay the price. I mean, this is what we were just talking about. Russia will pay the price? For, for supporting Gaza, says Israeli official. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Is there a clip of it? Oh, yeah, this guy gets fucking triggered. This is, uh, I mean, he's not Netanyahu, but I don't know who this guy's, um, member of uh, the ruling Likud party. So he's, I think he's high up in the political party. So, oh, shit. Uh, where am I? Yeah, whatever. Amir Whiteman. I don't know, uh, but as I understand, uh, he's you know high up there in the party, so you should assume he speaks for you know <laughs> this is like a cabinet minister or something, right? It'd be like one of if it was ours, it'd be one of like the prime minister's top guys. Expect that I understand you're on the Russian payroll, and I understand this is a Russian propaganda, but you have to be very careful because let me tell okay, you. Okay, so there's a video here on the left of, of course, I should probably, I didn't realize, warn you if you're on YouTube and other pla- uh Yeah, this is a whole bunch of pile of dead kids that the Israelis are pretending didn't happen. And this guy's upset saying Russian propaganda because he's on Russia Today. It's a Russian news station, and it's like, you're a Russian. Pro-. Well, that's your opinion. It's the news of the world from the lens of the Russians and the way the Russians believe things to be happening and they're saying what they want to say. That's all you need to know. Take that for what it is. That is also true with everything else. Like the uh, Jewish-controlled media, for example. It's coming from their point of view, from what they would like to say and what they would have you believe, and so on. There are many competing points of view as to what's happening. It's up to you to decide which one you think seems to represent reality. And yes, there is a right answer. 
we're gonna finish this war. We're gonna win because we're stronger. After this, You're not. Russia will pay the price. Believe me, Russia will Russia pay, will pay the, the price. price. Russia is supporting the enemies of Israel. Russia is supporting Nazi people who want to commit genocide on us. And just Russia will pay the price. Russia so they're threatening the Russians now. I like where this is going. Russia also. Now let me listen to me very carefully. Also, remember these guys hate Russia. There's like a like a blood feud going back a long time. After I think was it Stalin or after Stalin, they uh, they actually got rid of a lot of the you know they kicked a lot of Jews out of Russia. <laughs> they they uh, made they got rid of that. A lot of them uh, escaped and went, went to the United States. Now, and this hatred of Russia has been around for a, a while since, and. Uh, that could explain why there's so much anti-Russian sentiment in a lot of these circles. Um, they previously, though, they get along when it makes sense to them. What did Ryan say on the show? He's, he's right. I, I mean, I agree with him. You know, Putin is a Russian nationalist. When it makes sense for them to agree and you know do what Israel would like because it also is benefits Russia, then Russia will do it. When it doesn't benefit Russia to do it, he, he doesn't do it. Um, so, I mean, other people talk. Adam Green may have a different take on that. He's he's more suspicious of uh, Putin and his real allegiances, but. I don't know. Um, they do really seem to want us to fight each other, though, and uh, that's going to suck. We are going to finish with these Nazis. We're going to win this war. It's going to take the time it's going to take, but we're going to win this war. Afterwards, we're not forgetting what you are doing. We're not forgetting. We will come. We will make sure that Ukraine wins. We will make sure that you pay the price for what you have done, you as Russia, and you and as all the enemies of Israel, and you as all the people who are now making everything they can to support genocide of the Jews in Israel. We are not forgetting. We are not forgetting. Remember exactly what I'm saying now. You will pay the price. Not if you're dead, though, because people that are dead um, can't, I mean, whether they remember anything or not doesn't matter. So what you're really doing is inviting the Russians to help destroy you because you're threatening that uh, they're going to hurt you. They consider you an enemy in this war against, well, Arabs. That's what it really is. It's not really has anything to do with Hamas. They're killing hundreds of people in the West Bank where Hamas has no control at all. So it's it's a cope. It's not they're not a, this isn't about Hamas. It's about getting rid of all of the rest of the Arabs and finishing the conquest of Palestine is what the goal is. That's what they intend for. And when that's completed, apparently Russia is going to pay a price for, you know, meddling. Oh. That's uh well, good to know, I guess, if you're Russia. Amir, I think it's safe to say that this is a very passionate conflict that is happening here. Well, people have been massacred. My people has been slaughtered by your proxies, and you will pay the price. Is it clear? What? Believe no. me, you no, will I, I don't, I don't actually you will think it is clear. It very, very, very. Like, is this a work? Is this pro wrestling? Is he just setting the, the is he starting the anti Russia narrative that Russia's funding Hamas and Russia's with the terrorists and Russia, Russia, Russia? Is this on purpose? Because again, um, I'm not going to, I wouldn't do it justice. I'm not as nearly familiar with it as uh, Adam Green is. But there is this, uh, you know, insane Israeli, you know, Jewish prophecy about, uh, what do you call it? Gog and Magog, the Western and Eastern. Uh, world empires have to fight and destroy each other in order for them for the messiah to come the moshiach the antichrist and other crazy insane fucking people things and these people are make no mistake they're completely out of their minds netanyahu is a cult member freak psychopath so is this guy and they think hey yeah we have to make russia and america fight each other it's it's the prophecy you know 
you, you you might find that ridiculous, right? Remember I played that one the other night? Like, just because you – it doesn't matter what you believe, but it matters what they believe. This is what they believe. So believe them when they say, like, we fucking hate you and we intend to destroy you. We need to destroy the Western world and Christianity has to be wiped out. And white people got to be destroyed. Like, they're saying it openly. And you're like, nah. What do you mean? What part of it? And so – this is weird. Like, what 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 spurred this on? Why is he just triggered because this guy showed him the dead kids in the hospital, or is it, or is this like a genuine like? No, no, we're setting up the narrative that the Russians are behind this. Sternly, I don't think it is clear, Mr. Weifman, and I think and I well, would suggest well, then it should be in the clear. future, it should be clear. As being, be as being clear. a politician, it should be clear. as being it a be politician, clear. It should be clear to you. Just say, just say it should be clear a hundred more times. You have to understand that actions have got consequences. And <laughs> it's rich coming from this guy. Actions have consequences. Yeah, that's what happened. That's where the terrorist attack came from, bud. Because you massacred their friends and family and killed their children. Uh, they have no reason to live. It's it's war for life. Like you do that to me, you do that to anyone. You kill their women and children, you kill their families, you, you know, not even the whole family, just some of them. Any of them. It's going to be really hard to do anything else other than fantasize about destroying you as long as I live for the rest of my life. That's all I care about is getting revenge on you, you evil psychopath. I'll, I won't give a fuck. If you, you would not like the kind of person, you kill somebody's whole family, what's the point? What are they supposed to do? Reflect on it, write a poem, go to school, write a book, get on Oprah, talk about their feelings. Is that what most, you know, red-blooded average men will do? And it's not just one person. It's happened to all kinds of different men from similar backgrounds and places. Do you think they might get together unified by their absolute fucking endless power of the sun hatred of you and decide, you know what we should do as a team together, as a bunch of guys who have nothing left to lose and all we want to do is hurt these people that destroyed our lives and families? Let's go kill a fuckload of them in a suicide mission because fuck these motherfuckers. Who's in? I'm literally tired of being alive thinking about my dead kids every day. I'd rather die, and I'm going to take these fucking people with me. If I can't get the guys that did it, I'll take anybody else. Next one's as good as the next. I'll fucking start in this town, and I will kill every single fucking thing with a heartbeat until that town's done. And I'll go to the next town, and the next town, and the next fucking town until I'm dead. Because fuck you, you killed my family. Actions have consequences, you know? That's kind of typically what normally happens, you stupid dumb fuck. When people support murder of Jews, people pay the price. This is true in Gaza. This is true everywhere else. The time that Jews actually uh, uh, have no power to defend themselves is done, is gone. And people will now have to bear the consequences. What, What people? Is he threatening the whole world? Gaza and people, any basically anyone that's going against the Jews will be destroyed, is what I'm hearing. Am I crazy? Is anybody else hearing this kind of... ...of them supporting genocidal Nazis who are out to exterminate Jews. What we have seen 10 days ago is not something normal. This is surreal. As he's saying these things is, oh, I'm a victim, help me! Is a hospital full of innocent children that have been blown apart while he's... This is it, like, we're, you're... I sleep, you know. I'm going to post some shit on Twitter and write a hashtag and 
shoot off about, oh, you're fucking Nazi, bro. You fucking And then you go to their profile, and the timeline is just fucking Connor Bedard, by head of a game, fucking. We should trade for that pitcher, huh? We should fucking. Is we gonna make the payoffs this year, by fucking. Uh, yeah, oh, thanks, big brain. Thanks for your contribution, you stupid fucking drone worker. Do you even work? Do you even do that? You don't seem to think. So please tell me at least you're performing your job as a cog in the engine of our economy. Oh, no, you're not even doing that. You're a neat. You're a, one of these fucking guys. No job, no school, no pro, nothing. You're just there. You're just existing on the internet, whining. I can hear your fat, pathetic existence from here. Just the air going in and out of this gelatinous mass, doing nothing, consuming things, producing nothing, no reason to exist, just online. Re A lot. Good for you, motherfucker. Como. We have seen these Nazis going out, massacring people in the streets, babies, beheading them, older people, women raping, all these things. We've seen them with your eyes. There's been no evidence of rape at all, actually. That's still yet to be... Where is that? And, again, the, somebody said on the, the Red Eye Show as well, they said uh, there's a Polish proverb. There is something about a Polish proverb, and I think this is the one that they meant, was that... Um, the Polish proverb is, they'll tell you what happened, but they won't tell you why. Oh, they did all these things! They did? Yes! Why? You're a Nazi and you're going to pay the price! I am? Oh. Okay. So we're going to threaten the Russians. That's good. They didn't do anything wrong, guys. They're just fucking... <laughs> You're not aware of this. Like, this is one of the most obvious. Like, none of this is hidden. That's the other thing about this. This makes it so gross that they're not even trying to hide it. It's a choice. Again, you're choosing to ignore this. If you care, like you say you care, oh my God, I can't believe. How much time have you spent studying this with an open mind and just going to the beginning and reading the story and seeing what happened? Did you even do that? No, I just sided with my favorite fucking political figure. And I, I saw what the current thing we were supposed to do, so I just fucking did it. Good for you. Do you know about any of this? We take house after house. Uh, all this area uh, will be a Jewish neighborhood. We this is them forcibly, you know, settlers. Uh, they just show up and literally remove families from their homes at gunpoint and chase them away with flamethrowers. You heard from that guy. And just take over. And say, go live somewhere else. You're done here. This is mine now. There's nothing you can do. If they fight back at all, the military comes up and kills them. And, you know, nice. So this is him describing, you know, it's it's good. They're just, uh, you know, ripping people out of their homes they've been in for thousands of years. We take house after house. Uh, all this area uh, will be a Jewish neighborhood. We are not finished the job. We are, we are going to the next neighborhood. And after that, we are going. Funny what I was just saying, huh? You're going to go from one neighborhood to the next to not stop until all your enemies are destroyed or until you're dead? Huh? That's weird. It's almost like war. It's almost like you're trying to wipe, get rid, you know? It's almost like a... So more our uh, dream that uh, all East Jerusalem uh, will be like uh, West Jerusalem, Jewish capital of Israel. Meaning no more, no more Arabs. I see this as a continuation of the Zionist project. Well, yeah, obviously. Return to Zion. <laughs> He's fucking creepy. Like, do you know what you look like right now? Do you guys know? Like, look at these creepy psychos. You look like the Jewish version of those guys from Breaking Bad. Those two assassins from Mexico. They just look identical. Like, what's with the dark black and the hats and the whole, like... 
What are you, assassins? Why are you just lurking back there? Why are you, why are you clearly in the shot watching the conversation but so far away and lurking in a dark doorway like psychopaths like is this, are you can you go outside does the sun melt you like everything about this is fucking bizarre is it at the arab's expense he says yes of course it is and the people again the vampires lurking in the doorway don't this guy's on his phone. I don't know. This whole thing is very strange. Our government institutions were also built at the expense of Arabs who lived here. Well, at least he's honest. So was the state itself? Yeah, it was. That was the enforcement team there at the end. I wouldn't just leave my house. Well, these guys say you're leaving. <laughs> you know? Excuse me, honey. There's uh, 12 men outside with guns, and they say we have to leave. I'm fucking too based for that, bro. I'm going to fucking tweet a PP hashtag with my Twitter account, bro. It's got a fucking apple in it, bro. Okay? That's how you know. I'm fucking on the team. I'm a warrior, bro. I'm an internet soldier. I'm a Twitter soldier of the resistance. We're going to get the limbs it. It's nice. There's still 12 men with guns outside. They don't seem impressed. By your hashtagging and your how many followers you have, they don't. That doesn't seem to. They don't seem to give a shit about that. It's odd. Uh, military stuff. Uh, the vaccine, very bad. Yes, yes. Do you guys know it's normal? I didn't know it was normal. It wasn't normal when I was a kid. It must have. Maybe they just didn't care about us. Remember all those kids at fifteen years old in our schools and lives when your world is the smallest. When you're a child and you only have so many people in, the, in it, like I've met so many people in my life now. You're still brand new. You only know how many people do you even know? Your whole life and your whole world is the other kids at school and your social. I mean, probably a lot of for a lot of people anyway. Some of them are. What I mean to say is. You remember all those 15 year old kids having heart attacks at that age, right? They'd come to school with a defibrillator, like, oh, what happened to, you know, Kathleen? It's like, oh, she had a heart attack. Oh, yeah, no, that happened to Brittany and uh, Dan last week and Alex the month before that. Yeah, I remember all this kid. Yeah, it's totally normal. So that's why in Strathcona County they've put up this, hey, heart attacks can happen to anyone, anytime, at any age. It happens all the time. It always has. And it's because of uh, warning. Here's some warning signs for women a fifth year. Why would a 15-year-old have a heart attack? Um. Once again, it is my duty and responsibility to inform the Zoomers and you know younger people uh, that is not normal. That never used to happen. That's never happened before. And now that it is happening, you should prompt you to ask some questions about maybe things that you're putting in your body that no one ever used to put in their body. You know, maybe. We thought. People are like, well, it's mild, it's mild. It's no big deal. It's, it's self-limited, blah, blah. Look, in my world, throughout my entire career, 40-year career, myocarditis is a medical emergency. It's a dire problem. A publication just came out five days ago in circulation, a major cardiac cardiology journal. An excellent study, and it showed, it took my breath away. I didn't know why it wasn't headline news. It's a large study, and it showed that about approximately half of the young males that got myocarditis had permanent heart damage. Yep. Permanent. That means that a, we don't know what percentage are going to be disabled by this as they get older are going to develop heart. That was something else I wanted to mention about the warfare strategy earlier of the Chinese. And, and I, we taught them this, actually. Through the opium wars, the British uh, subdued them with drugs and opium. And they 
it caused such a destructive, it had such a destructive effect in their society. Not only did it pull a whole bunch of able-bodied young men out of, you know, productivity. They don't have these. These are men that don't have jobs. They're not building things. They're not working. They're not growing food. They're not soldiers in the army. They're not poli- They're not anything useful. They're drug addicts. Okay, functional, healthy men you could have had are now addicted to drugs instead. Not only are they addicted to drugs, uh, they're dying. They're sick. They need help. They need people to look after them. All of this is a drain on your society. That if there were no drugs, you wouldn't have any drug addicts, you wouldn't have any you know, drug homes, you wouldn't have any drug murders, you wouldn't have any drug crime, you wouldn't have any cops chasing drugs. All, again, all of these people involved for this activity that's coming from where? Well, your enemy. Now China is pumping all this fentanyl into North America. This is primarily where it's coming from, is from overseas, from China. It's costing us a lot of money and time, and it's weakening us significantly. This is one of the many, and that's the strategy. It's not fight you on the battlefield and win. It's like, I'm going to attack you from every possible vector to make you weaker. This is one of the 16,000 ways I'm doing it. Failure or going to need cardiac transplants, some of them. Oh it's breathtaking, You're this awesome. study, and why it wasn't a big headline. I've sort of sent it around a little bit because I, I, I don't understand why people aren't reacting to it. So in a 27-year-old male, the illness is a nothing. So the risk is, so the vaccine is all risk. Right. Why the push? Why are we pushing? And I think... Put your legal head on for a second. <laughs> it's going to be the wrong answer, but let's see. That universities are going to be in big trouble for having mandated young people oh. to get that. No, he's right about that. That vaccine. Because I mean, people are going to get sick, and they're going to have long-term consequences, and they should sue those schools for having forced them to take the take a I agree medical intervention. 100% they should sue. And if anybody tries to force you from this point forward, get a fake card. It's not that hard. Go ahead, <laughs> Google it. Get a fake well, card. And, and, and again, Don't comply. We have a good treatment. We have Paxlovid. Why? And you, people I, have all I'm kinds just saying, of feelings. You have, to get, you have to say you've gotten the shot to get yeah, in. Right. Get a fake one. Just mm. Google it on the internet. It's bullshit. If they're going to create these <laughs> bullshit rules, you can create your bullshit way around them. It's all just like a theater so let's okay let's act i'll act like i've gotten my 50th booster and you can act like you're satisfied i'm telling you the truth it's a strategy you could do that you could if you can get away with it why not oh so that's that's good i think there's a what else canada's just doing a lot of great uh things right now where is this stupid story about the there it is um, so, not to alarm anyone, but uh, Health Canada has confirmed the undisclosed presence of DNA sequence in the Pfizer shots. Health regulator says Pfizer did not disclose the presence of the simian virus 40 SV40 DNA sequence in its mRNA COVID-19 vaccine at the time of filing. Um, again, I didn't study, you know, I didn't care much about any of that i wasn't paying a lot of attention but i do know that dna is like the core building blocks of like if you you know the smallest foundational piece of what you are is you know you know your dna pretty you know integral it's not like it's not like a toenail you could break off and grow another one back your dna is it's deep it's in there okay and uh, an mRNA alters your DNA sequence, I guess, or, or, or rather reprograms your body to do different things. And you're telling me, I, I feel like simian means monkeys. 
So before I scroll down, and this is just me mentally preparing myself for what appears to be an admission that they've injected people with monkey DNA sequences. Well, you know, let's see. A virus, a simian virus. Why would they? Uh Uh-huh. Simian virus DNA sequence. Okay, so the DNA sequence would be, so the DNA pattern for a virus, a simian. I'm going to do something scary. Let's just Google it. Do we dare Google Simeon Virus 40? Oh, boy. Hmm. About? All right. Let's simply, Wikipedia is usually garbage, but... Uh, a polyome... What? Poly? Oh, polyoma virus that is found in both monkeys and humans. Oh, God. I've already read the magic word. Polyoma virus... That is found in both monkeys and humans. Like other poly, polyoma, polyoma viruses, SV40 is a DNA virus that sometimes causes tumors in animals, but often persists as, as a late, latent infection. Oh. So it causes cancerous tumors, huh? Have you hear anything about turbo cancer? What's that about? Remember all those stories about turbo cancer? Emergent human pathogen simian virus 40 and its role in cancer. Yep, that's this sounds bad. So you've been injected with a cancer sequence? Is this what we're saying? Is this what, what what's happened to people? What the hell's the fucking story? Oh, no, did I lose it? <laughs> this is a fucking dark stream. End of the world, guys. I, I could I tried every I couldn't I don't know what else I could have done to tell people not to fucking do this. Uh, and the thing is, the disclosure the manufacturer previously declined. I, I guess Pfizer forgot to tell anybody. Oh yeah, by the way, there's a DNA sequence for cancerous tumors uh, in this vaccine. Do you, would you have taken that if you known that? If had you known that, like by the way, uh, there's a DNA sequence for cancer in this. You still want it? Oh, it would have been worse if I wasn't fat. Like, there'll be people that say that, right? Rachel would say that. Um, It was about saving lives and COVID was fucking da- more dangerous than cancer. You know, the cancer rates are through the roof, right? Now, this... There was a doc... Uh, this YouTube channel is going to be burned now. <laughs> They're going to get me. You're not allowed to talk about this stuff on YouTube. Which is good, because then people just go back to Odyssey and, and Rumble and everything else. There was a doctor that was studying the uh, the blood tests or the blood results of patients before and after the shots. I've, I've spoken about this a number of times. I never did go find the video again. It never occurs to me until one, I'm done. I don't think about it until I sit here again, and I'm not going to look for it right now. I don't even know where to start. I feel like he was in Florida or L.A. or somewhere tropical, United States, southern, you know, warm palm trees based on what he was wearing and the, out the window. Like, it just seemed like could have been Georgia, I suppose. I don't know. White guy. Looked like one of these kind of new age, like kind of like private clinics. It might have just been him and another guy. Anyway, he had the data and everything on the screen. And he was saying, he was showing that people uh, seem to be losing their ability to fight cancer cells. Their T cells seem to be disappearing rapidly. And if they had any kind of cancer in their body, they're gonna it's going to eat them right up now. 
and that that is reflect and that was years ago he said this and that's been reflected you're seeing people who haven't had had cancer and beaten it and then it's come back rapidly real fast and takes them right out that's happened to a bunch of like a whole bunch of people we know other people suddenly get cancer and they've given a month to live two months to like it just eats them right up real fast hey pp hey apple guy you gonna fucking say anything about that what are you gonna choose to do about this you blind bitch Now I'm saying that as like a, a lowbrow, like, haha, he looks stupid without his glasses. He can't see. He needs glasses to see. He's blind. He's blind. No, he's literally blind to everything that matters. People are dying. This was entirely intentional. It's very obvious to see that that was the case. But he did make a lot of money on this. They all made a lot of money on this. Is anybody in the House of Commons going to? I'm just, I can wait. I mean, I can wait. If it's going to take, if it's going to be a little while. We have protect all Canadians. Yeah, protect them then. Prove it. Or are you too busy? Uh, are you too busy propagandizing for a war of genocide? To mention the fact that oh, by the way, cancer shots, turbo cancer. <clears throat> it's time to get. Why aren't Canadians being vaccinated faster? Hmm. Yeah, we got to get the libs out, right, guys? The libs, those libs, man. Damn, I wish somebody would stop those libs. And you're right, you know, we do need to get the libs out, except the thing that you think, it's all of them. They're all the libs. Um, when you're saying the libs, you mean, what you really mean is who you perceive to be the enemy of our country and our people. The libs. You think the libs are the enemy. Uh, you're only half right. It's all of them. They're The people pretending, they're also the libs. It's all the same. It's a game. You're, uh, uh, you're prey in a trap. You're caught. No, no, no. Yep. None of these people. Did you know that starting in March, mentally ill people are going to be euthanized in Canada? We're just going to kill them. Because they asked for it. Mentally ill people are going to ask to be suicided and we will do it. Mentally ill. You know, the people that need the most help and are in the least position, the, the least best position to be making, you know, life and death decisions because, again, severely mentally ill. Because when severe, and I've known a lot, I've known a lot, I've known a lot that didn't make it too, unfortunately. But I have known a lot of people that did pull out of a very seriously mentally ill tailspin and went from wanting to kill themselves to cannot believe they ever wanted to kill themselves and thank God they escaped before it was too late. And those people who are at the very worst and lowest and who need a friend and need help and need understanding and need, you know, more than anything. And there are some people that are just, I don't mean with terminal, you know, horrible pain and living like... There are some instances where it's like it would be a mercy to let to put this person out of their misery. Sure, uh, mentally ill though. Now we're just going to give up. So we're going to beat. Wait, wait till somebody's beaten right down to the point of I want to die. I can't handle this anymore. And then we're going to like, okay, thanks, good. Get in the machine. 
You may judge a society by how it treats its most vulnerable. How vulnerable are mentally ill people? Very? Would you say they're very ill? Are they very vulnerable? And what do we do with them? We kill them. We kill them now. What choice did you make again? Huh? I sleep? Weren't, weren't interested? Yeah. There's ev- what I'm saying, and, I, and I'm just trying to, all of this is, this last 45 minutes is just me trying to set up this Owen Benjamin quote at the end, which is, you know, one of those things that uh, is worth repeating. And, and like that, Seed nailed it. There is evidence everywhere, all in your, every regular person. Like, that's why, I mean, no one has any excuse. These things are no longer just happening in, like, the back rooms of the White House and in a bunker in the Pentagon and in a, in a boardroom at CNN. And this is, like, this is where you live. This is your town. There is evidence of the infection of, of, the, of the sickness of evil that has taken over our lives because of the people we've allowed to make decisions. They've allowed to open the doors and let all this horrible shit come in and look where look where it's gotten us now. How anyone can be a, a, online living their life right now in 2023, October 21st, and not be fairly certain something horribly wrong is going on, there is no hope for you. Like you're just you don't other you either don't have a soul or it's so corrupt and inside out. I I hope that we never meet and I hope to maintain as much distance between myself and whatever the fuck you are for as long as possible. Um, because it's literally everywhere. There's evidence of it everywhere. Well, I didn't see that. Did you see the, you know, men showing their dicks to kids at school and the rapes in the bathrooms? Did you see the migrant crimes and murders? Did you see how certain people are going to jail and certain other people aren't going to jail? Did you see the endless war, the genocides, the lying, the stealing, the per- perversion of our justice system, the trampling of the Charter of Rights, the taking of political... Pre- did you see any of it? What did you see? What did you see? Sports Video games! Fucking jerking off the video game porn! There's no excuse. You're literally the decadent, lazy, let it all burn, who cares, let them eat cake, fiddle while Rome burns type of person. And that's why Rome is burning. Because instead of keeping it from burning and putting fires out and rebuilding, you're fiddling away. That's what people are doing. Good job. And um, you know what's interesting? And I said I said this on the stream. And again, blood memory, guys. It's all coming back. Everything you think you know, you're like, oh, you know what we should do? We should do this. I had this idea. You didn't have that idea. That came from inside your blood and your ancestors. and the spe- that, That's where all that came from. That's your great-great-grandfather. Remember when I said, uh, the, the, the I was like, because me yelling at them only does so much. The women need to shame the men. Shame them! You know? You remember me saying that? I was reading about, uh, I, was, l- l- I was learning about uh, something the Spartans would do as they would train their kids, their young, their young boys. They would, at like seven or eight, they would send them off to like basically a boarding school and they would teach them martial arts and, you know, philosophy and like, you know, tough and start training them up. Didn't sound like it was as insane as it seems in the movie. Like, we just put them out with wolves and whoever survived. Like, no, they, t- <laughs> we're not trying to kill them, but we want them to be good, big, strong men and, you know, uh, believe certain things and have certain abilities and be, t- anyway. The men, what do the girls do? And one of the things, one of the, th- they train them to do other things as well, to be, you know, to complement each other. 
the Spartan women were uh, as, as important as the men. But the women would be told and encouraged to chastise and tease the boys and make fun of them and to encourage them to try harder. Because they knew that one of the, like what, I mean, men giving shit to other men is one thing, but if women are making fun of you and laughing at you, ooh, that cuts, because that that's talking to your uh, subconscious, like your DNA, like that's a signal that you're not going to be accepted for reproduction, okay? Whether you know that or not, that's why you feel that way. You're like, oh God, why are they, yeah, it's not good. If the women are saying you're too weak. You're not going to be chosen. You're not. You're not going to get mated with. You know. You're not going to reproduce. Your particular version of your DNA done. Unless you fix yourself. So it's a motivator. And then we're like, oh, don't bully people. I mean, I'm just saying this is how they. This is how they did things. What I'm saying is it is effective. Men respond to you know women saying, hey, you're a giant pussy and a coward. What are they going to say? Oh yeah, well, what are you doing? I'm a tiny female woman. Are you going to let these people get away with this? Are you, you? I shouldn't have to ask. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how it should be. That's how it should be. It's effective. It seems to work. The Spartans seem to figure that out real early. So they've got they've got the girls out like giving them shit. Ha ah, ha! You can only do so many push-ups. Ah, look, Ronnie's better, bigger than you. You know, <laughs> Ronnie, fucking motherfucker! Right? They're cultivating a, an environment of competition and you know greatness. They're trying to you know out compete each other and stuff. And you know, there's a fine line for everything. I'm not saying we should live like the fucking Spartans of because they're pretty brutal. <laughs> you know, at times they're pretty fucking serious. There's no need of that. However, it speaks to there's a tr- there's a truth there. There's a there's a truth about who we are and, and what works and what doesn't. What's real and what's not. And the fact the, the fact of it is, women have a power over men in that way. Where if they decide to. In World War One, they would go around giving out white roses to men on the street of fighting age, and they did it because shouldn't you be somewhere else? This is your flower because you're a coward. You're a little bitch. All the real men are over fighting the war. What are you doing? The government paid them to do this, to shame men into uh, signing up for the war so they get more volunteers, and it worked. Psychology, right? So, you know... Just as, you know, if the men are being weak slobs and pathetic, it's like, it's because the girls aren't shaming them enough, all right? Make fun of them more. <laughs> oh, this is all terrible advice. I don't know. <laughs> he told me to, and then he went mental. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, by the way, China's partnering up with the Taliban now. Taliban and China are bros, so um, I don't know why he's got a mask on. Maybe it's not for COVID reasons. This guy may have just shit his pants. I don't know. Acting Deputy Prime Minister Abdul Ghani Baradar. And Wang Yu! Attend, announce oil extraction contract with a Chinese company in Kabul. January, cool. Yeah, so they're they're hanging. You know, they're investing. Uh, The Belt and Road Initiative is uh, being discussed now. The Taliban would like to be part of that. So, you know, they're looking forward to the future. That's good. I'm glad. By the way, guys. Do you like that? How's that make you feel? Are you mad at the Taliban? Don't be mad at the Taliban. It's their country. We fought them. We lost. They won. It's war. Their will to win was stronger than ours. They were willing to sacrifice much more than we were. They won. We lost. That's how it is. Don't take it personal. You know what I do take personal, though? Is that 
you convinced us this was the most important fucking thing in the world and it was worth dying over until you got bored and your mission was accomplished, you made your money, and then you didn't give a shit anymore. And we just walked away like this was all for nothing. And all of our guys are dead for no fucking reason. And these people you told us to fight are now seemingly doing better than they've ever been. We left them entire arsenal of weapons and vehicles and all kinds of shit and money. And now they're teaming up with the Chinese who are poised to take it. Huh, well, you know what? You know who I'm really mad at is the motherfuckers in charge again. Once again. Once again, the people calling the shots here seem to be really fucking stupid. And just make one wrong move after another. When's the last time we did anything that that you can point to and go, that was a fucking great move? Which of the wars that we've done, which have been a lot, which one of those was like, great idea? 50 million people displaced out of the Middle East into the Western world. That's like double the size of Canada, by the way. Seems like half of them are here, but... A lot of them are in Europe. Most of them are in Europe. Is that a good idea? Is that working? Is, is which which of the wars were good and bad? Which one was a good idea? What, was it good to bring all the migrants in? Are we are we diverse now? Are we diverse enough now? How, how when is it enough? What what's the point where it's like okay that's that's how much diversity we needed. We've got it now. We did the math. Remember I was talking about smart people earlier. They're planning ahead, planning for the future. What are the numbers? You know all professionals deal in like metrics and things you can measure and study at a minute fucking level so you don't make mistakes. You know, professionals, serious people. What are the numbers? What do the numbers say about diversity? How much do we need? Exactly. I'm sure you've done the math. Tell me what it is. Oh, you don't know? You don't know? You're just blind. Ah, just bring people. Until when? Until your feelings are satisfied. This doesn't seem like a very good plan. This doesn't seem very well thought out at all, actually. Um, when's the last time the people in charge, and it's been the same people for, wow, I don't know, our entire lives? Uh, Liberal Party, Conservative Party, National Democrat, they're all the same shitbag over and over and over. Can we get some new blood, maybe? Some new people, some new ideas, because these people are, uh, drop the ball, drop the ball, kick the ball in the sewer, put a knife in the ball, and then tell you to buy a new ball and give it to us so we can do the exact same thing to the ball again and again and again until you're broke and I'm rich. They're all landlords. They're putting in pools and getting more apartment buildings to rent out to more migrants that are displacing you in your own cities. Oh, and by the way, uh, yeah, this as well. Go team politician supporter. That should be, There should be a slur. Can we invent a slur? It wouldn't work as an ethnic slur because, I mean, all of them do it. Everyone does it. So it would have to be more of like a like pedophile. You know, like, uh, like, a, like a, but, but specifically to call someone that supports establishment politics, because that's just, I mean, they call it, I mean, you can say cuck, but I mean, that's kind of, there's not a lot of sting in that. Some of them are enjoying it. Some of them are really into it. They like being, like they, it, I think you, they get off on it. They like to be dominated and stuff. All these very effeminate men, I think they're into it. I think they some kind of get some sick, like, I think a lot of them are secretly homosexual. I'm serious. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We need, we need to invent a, a, a slur. So let me know. Politician lover just doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't know. And, I mean, a lot of them, as many of them probably are, and some of them we definitely know are pedophiles. So, I mean, that, but that's still, it's not enough. We need something new. We need a new 
product. We need a new thing to, to trade. You know, and this could be Canada's contribution, all right? We need to come up with the perfect branding for someone who supports establishment politicians. Gotta get the libs out, bro. We need a name for that guy. Oh, we gotta, gotta get the libs. Oh, we gotta. And that's the same person that's like, we have to stop the fascists. We have to vote for the prime. We have to vote for the liberals. Like, you're just as stupid. You're both just as stupid. You're both the same thing. Some sort of, I don't know. Maybe we can look through the names of different kinds of worms and small insects. Uh, a generally helpless creature. Uh, that's also gross and annoying. So like an earwig, maybe? Something like that. You know, that's that's around. <laughs> this is how I think about my insults. I don't I just gotta blurt something out. I'm like, how do I I wanna insult you in a manner that causes serious psychological damage that you may need treatment for? I want to attack the soul of your being and see if I can't knock you off some kind of, you know, even keel to the point that you descend completely into madness. And I've been successful at it. I'm I've, I'm good at this. I do this a lot. I've driven that I'm aware of, at least eight different human adult people, insane. They now act insane. They are totally obsessed with me, and it's hilarious because uh, none of it was our fault or my fault. They're just, you know, they don't like it. They don't like it. When I come after people and call it, if they do something fucked up and I, they just, I don't know, they can't handle it. It's crazy. It's a weird, like, John, like, I'm going to be one of these, you know, like, somebody shot John Lennon because they said they were in love with him. Maybe that was the CIA that killed him, but it's this weird kind, it's that same kind of stalker level obsessed, you know, psychopath. Years later, you know, after the fact, they're still there. <coughs> wow, you're a grown-up, huh? Look at you go. It's been, what is it, what are we, on year two now? How many accounts is this? How long are you going to keep this up? How long are you going to do this? Forever? Like, the rest of your life, or, you know? Don't make me do it. I'll do it. I'll do everyone. I'll get in your head and I'll take a great big piss. Just like an Israeli soldier on a dead Palestinian who surrendered. I'll shoot him dead in a war crime and then I'll piss on them, right? Because that's what they've been doing. Hmm. Military. All right, let's go back to the chat for a minute. Oh, we're at three. Wow, this one flew by. Uh, ooh, we got a whole bunch here. Rick Payne says, the people at some of the local watering holes, the farmers, workers, and boomers are all starting to talk here in Ontario like I've never seen before. Spreading like wildfire. Keep going. Tell the truth. Seeing it more and more everywhere. Yeah, it's going to happen fast. When, it, when it, it's picking up and it's, it's just exponentially, like it's two today, four tomorrow, then eight, then 16, then, you know, 32. It just keeps going. And eventually that, those numbers get real big. Cam says, I learned everything I know about history from Steven Spielberg movies. I'm educated enough. You are for a... You know, one of them. Yep. You know, basically, <laughs> your education level is before now, other stuff happened. Yes. Yep. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Jenstein, Hezbollah, Hezbollah, power to the great Allah, knife bomb guns. Oh, my God. Jenstein's joined Hamas or Hezbollah now. He's on his way to Lebanon. Uh, Godzilla says, if anyone is having difficulty understanding the vengeance mindset of the average Palestinian dad who lost his family to an Israeli bomb attack, I remember I recommend they watch the movie John Wick. Yeah. 
Yeah. You'd be totally... You would actually want to die, you know? You wouldn't want to, like, not right away because you want a revenge, but, like, after you get your fill, it's like, okay, I'm ready to go now. I just... The pain of living with this is too much. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to fight the whole country? You can't do it forever. So you just eventually welcome it, you know? Which creates these suicide attackers. They have volunteers, man. They don't have to go looking for them. Like, hey, who wants to wear the vest today? I'll do it. I'm good. I don't sleep. See, because every time I fall asleep, I uh, I have nightmares of my children screaming, being crushed underneath rubble, and I can't reach them in time, and they suffocate screaming, Daddy, help me! And I wake up in a cold sweat. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go right now. Put me, Put the vest on me. I'll blast these motherfuckers in kingdom come. You, it could easily happen to you. Think white people couldn't be suicide bombers? So I'll fucking live in those conditions and see what kind of men get produced out of that. I, <laughs> whoo! You're gonna make some. Uh, you're gonna make some interesting characters out of a place doing the kind of shit to people like that, man. Man on the mountain says we're witnessing how easy it is to expropriate the property of a disarmed population. Yep. Who for 80 years has been able to do little more to fight back other than throw rocks at tanks. Yep. But they're the victims, right? The Israelis are the victims. TZI, he's he's. I still don't know who this is. He's got a wrench too. I don't. Even, I don't even remember who you originally were. Everybody changed their names around. I don't even. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't keep all these fucking usernames straight, man. It's too much. He says it's much worse than just finding DNA in the jab. Doctor Angus Dalgleish, Dalgle- I don't know. In the United Kingdom, has found not only SV40 promoters but also spike protein in relapsed melanomas that had been in remission like i you know we speculated some people say hey it's a depopulation thing it does seem to be doing that right i said it would probably do two major things to be the most effective number one sterilize a lot of a lot of people as many as possible so anyone's vaccinated you're not having kids anymore um that and number two Take them out, but do it in a way that's not obvious. Make it look like natural causes. Whatever they were susceptible to, if your heart's got an issue, if your uh, immune system, something that maybe you would have died from at the age of like 70 anyway, or 60, or, you know, I don't know. Uh, That's just going to happen in the next, you know, very shortly instead. Is there a way to speed up, you know, or whatever you're vulnerable to? It seems to be that way. Because then no one's going to know right away. If everybody just started dropping dead that day, that's not going to work. If you're trying to get rid of people, and as as they're dying as you poke them, that's gonna, word's going to get around pretty quick, and no one's going to show up. Some people literally did. Uh, when I was in Saskatoon, a, a woman fucking went down right there at the fucking, uh, right there, in a, I think it was a, was it a Walmart, or there was a grocery store. It was one of the, I can't remember now. And people just kept, they still there. They went through with the applause. Like, oh, geez, she passed out. It's crazy. And then they went and got one. I'm like, <laughs> so you know, it's like it's delayed, like a time fuse bomb. So we have those two. Uh, they'll land and then wait a second or two and then blow up. You don't want to do it right away. You have a timer, like a grenade. You know, you have a little bit of a delay. For you to get time to get clear of the blast, you know. So it's not obvious. Oh, all these people! Everybody's got cancer. Everybody's dying. Oh, gee, I wonder what's going on. Well, it's you know. Are you suggesting? I can't suggest that, or I'll get banned off YouTube. But 
you know, maybe I would if I could suggest that maybe something's wrong with these uh, experimental shots from billionaires that seem to hate everyone, and most of them are eugenicists. Imagine there's a problem. Yeah. Openly stating there's too many people. we got to get rid of them all. Here, have my magic venom. It's going to make you happy. It's going to be good for you. <laughs> it's gonna, it'll be worse if you don't take it. Space Kang says you're missing the most interesting part about uh, mentally ill being euthanized. Racism or anti-Semitism will be considered a mental illness. That would be a dark... You'd have a fight on your hands at that point. They're trying to avoid that at all costs. They're trying to get away with as much as you can without you know, pushing people to, to fight. That's the game. It's like turn the water up, but as soon as it starts to boil over, you turn it down. You turn it up a little more, and then you turn it down. You turn it, and you just keep 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 this process, so you don't blow the valve, you don't don't blow the pressure, you don't blow the fuse box, but you get as much juice out of it as for every second that you can. Every second that that water's boiling and not bubbling over, you're making money, you're progressing, you're getting your goal, you get you're getting what you want. If it bubbles over, it's all over. So you can't have that. So we gotta want to get as much as we can with with as you know little pushback as possible. It's a sweet spot. Uh, TZI says it's going to be interesting when the kill clinic phone calls to families start to families start ringing. We just unalived your chronically depressed daughter. Please come get her belongings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where'd she go? Isn't she here this morning? I don't know. She must've went out. Oh, she's dead. Oh, right on. Yeah. She just went down to the hospital and was like, do me. I don't care. And they're like, sure. Stab. See ya. Are you making an appointment? I don't know how the hell it goes. It's it's sick and demented. If you floated this by the Canadian public twenty years ago, there's no 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 one would have believed this would happen. Now it's happening, and wow, where we are. We're gonna need an apple. We're gonna need an apple while I ask really condescending questions. Oh my god, it's so people so bad. I'll put an apple emoji in my Twitter. Everybody's dying, dude. So bad. Did you see the apple? You deserve what's about to happen to you. Good day. Good day, sir. Amber Button says, as someone who's been put in the psych ward because of depression, sorry to hear that, and now I own a farm and I'm almost totally off-grid doing everything I can to fight the system. Being in dark places can occasionally bring out the best in a person. Fight always because of anything. Fuck them. Yeah, live for spite if you got nothing left. But you see what I mean? There's probably a lot of days where I imagine you're like, thank God I didn't... Uh, but while you're in that position, while you feel that way, you're like, killing myself seems like the best option. I, This is horrible. I, I don't want to do this anymore. You're not able to you know, think long term and, and you know, kind of shake yourself out of that. And if you were, if, it's like if you just waited, you just hung on for a few more hours, another day, you would have been okay. Um, and instead, Canada's like, nah, let's just, let's just kill them. When they get to that point where they, they want to die, it's like, let's just finish them off. You know, that's a, good, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Can we invest in this? Maybe Jerry wants to invest in it. I mean, they invested in the weed, they invested in the vaccines, and they invested in the fucking masks, and they invested in the test kits. Maybe they can invest in the fucking death pods, too! Maybe they can get rich on the death pods, too! They use their power and their political positions, knowing what laws are being passed and what's going to happen, and then they get in on it on the corporate end. And you know who's telling them which to vote, which bills to pass, and what to support? The fucking corporations they're investing in, they're hand and glove together. Garbage, 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 all of them. Every one of them. We get it. We come up with anything for that, you know, slur yet? These these politician system supporters, these fucking absolute slaves. Oh, so bad. I'll go put an apple. I, I, you're so easily amused. 
You're like children. Oh, an apple? This is what you're impressed by? An apple! Just out of curiosity, Apple people, what would you say is worthy of, say, like a 15-foot-tall statue? What what do you think would justify construction of something like that? What kind of feat? I'm just curious. I would love to know. Since, I mean, is it eating an apple? Is that worth it? Because you seem very, very easily impressed. Very. Jensen says, now I'm giving you therapy. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Cam says, people were willing willing submitting DNA information to companies that said in the terms of service they can sell it. Yeah, that was scary too. FAFO, he says. Chelsea says, my dad always said, if your mom had nipples on her ass, it I'd be the happiest man alive. That's, not a, that's fucked up. What? what? Why? Perhaps I should redirect him to the black market tie nipple bit. I don't like, I'm starting to not like you. There's something really wrong with this woman. There's something really wrong with her. I don't know. That's a lot of uh, very and not even regular nipple talk, which isn't normal. It's it's not even regular nipples. It's like weird transplanted black market. They're on people's asses for some reason. Like she's going through something. She might be in a psych ward. I don't know. I don't know. Dirtbag welder says I watched my grandmother die from accelerated turbo cancer last year. Within thirty days of the second shot, she beat cancer five years prior and was tap dancing and having fun still. Many such cases. Do you know who cares? Not PP, not the Prime Minister, not any of these politicians. They don't give a fuck. They got rich. They got rich on it. They'd rather you just forget about it and move on. As evidenced by Apple. I mean, when he's eating an apple now. I don't have time to look into that. I'm eating an apple. Mm. Mm. Oh, and your grandmother died. Fascinating. Why did that happen? Wow. Seeing them, seeing them react that way to, I mean, that was a staged interview, guys. You're fucking so stupid not to, seeing you react that way to something so, it makes me realize you're not really worth fighting for. Like you're not worth trying to save from anything. Like you're very low quality, just easily, you're like a child, except you're not a child. You're like 50 years old. So not a lot of potential there. I'd rather focus on, you know, younger people that at least have their lives ahead of them still and didn't waste it eating cheese and, you know, worshipping CNN and CBC. Oh, I fucking hate CBC, bro. You're every bit as a zombie as them. You thought just canceling CBC was the... Remember I said in The Matrix, they, like, pull the tube out of his neck and there's all the wires and cords and stuff? Like, they've pulled out one and they think they're free. Like there's like seventeen more in you. Like, nah, it's, I'm totally out, bro. I'm totally out of the system. No, you're not. You just you just stopped watching CNN. You're, everything else you do is the same. <laughs> you're still supporting every piece of the agenda, every action and decision you take throughout your life every day. You've done absolutely nothing. And instead, it's not that you're you're not watching TV. It's just you're doing something else. You're just beating off and playing video games instead. That's not better. It's worse. Actually, probably that's worse. Anyway, Spawn says, I also didn't do much paying attention, but if you don't disclose something in a contract, wouldn't that void said contract due to fraud? 
like they care. Who's going to hold them accountable? He says, if only we had some intellectual people in power. If only we had people in power that weren't afraid to use power to hurt people that need to be hurt in order to uh, you know make things right. That's one of the other things. They're, they're not willing to upset any apples, hurt anybody's feelings, do anything. They, we have a very domesticated, feminized population, especially the leadership. Like I said, the men are women, and the women are pretending to be the men because there's no men. The women are more aggressive than the men are. Uh, that's because there's a lack of men so much that women are turning into men uh, to try an instinct as a as a collective people that void is trying to be filled by the hive mind of all of them because there's no men left. They're all afraid all the time and they're worried about people's feelings and their inclusivity and diversity and they're constantly pandering and they're putting pronouns in their emails and they're putting Slava flags in their fucking Twitter bios and they're doing all the things all the time and simping, 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 simping. You know what else something women will notice too with men is when they're all cowards and slaves, they don't find that impressive. They're no, nobody's pumped. They don't even know or care a lot about what's going on. They just know that you're totally fine with all. You're just a 100% head down. You're a good boy. You're a good little boy. Just just a Johnny does what he's told, hey? When all this horrible shit's going on and people are stressed out and afraid and you're just totally, I just don't, I don't care about paying attention. Yeah, that's not... I wouldn't be impressed. I wouldn't be pumped. I'm not I'm not introducing you to my daughter, you know what I mean? Like you're not on the fucking short list. <laughs> Your balls even work? Like get out of here. Soaker City says I'm certain that the gung-ho 80s are going to come back in movies and TVs if we had control of it, they fucking would, yeah. To fix the chronic recruitment shortage in the West. Mm. You'd have to be f- fucking fast with it. I don't know. I don't think there's enough I don't think there's enough healthy guys to bring in. Like, you saw that kid. Like, he's not lying. That is the average. I mean, there's a lot of them. That's most kids now is some variation of that very effeminate, very soft, very delusional homosexual drug addict. That's the average. Like, we're in bad shape. So they could try. I don't think you're going to find any recruits. I think they've done too much damage, and they're just – it's like checkmate. Um, you ever play chess? You get somebody in che- – or you've been in checkmate yourself, and you don't – it's not obvious – there's not a notification that pops up. The other guy just moves the piece and just looks at you. Maybe he knows he's won. Maybe sometimes he doesn't even know he's won. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes people move a piece into a place and go, oh, shit, I won. They don't realize it right away. I've done that. I've had that happen to me. And the other guy sometimes is like, no, no, I can. Oh, no, wait. Oh, if I can. And there's this back and forth period where they're coping and trying to imagine, oh, oh there's got to be a way. I must have. If only I can. All you can do is just wait. You go, no, you've been beaten. You don't know it yet, but you've lost. And I think that's the position the West is in right now. They don't even realize, we don't even, our people don't even realize that they've lost already. And they're just going to flail and cope and seethe. And it's like, you're in a horrible, <laughs> really, you've really fucked us. Um, lost nation says they cry out in pain as they strike you. Yeah, that was another, that's the other Polish. Is that the Polish proverb? Is, is it Polish? What did I say? Proverb? Is that what it, it's not proverb. Is that the right word? I don't know. Idiom. It was an idiom. It was a saying. It was attributed to the late great king. Someone. Um. <laughs> Alex Wood says you should make a property. A pro- what? Make a video parody of the apple scene. <laughs> Shit. 
I should, man. I need more time. I don't even have time, and I need. There, are, there actually is a couple guys in the city I you know, might uh, get together with and do some stuff like that because I'm just. Oh, I'm over the days of doing all this by myself and filming it by myself and editing it. It just, I don't, it takes, it's all day, man. To do something like that, it would take me all day, maybe two days, maybe three. And by then it's like all what, just for a good, a, a funny 30 second gag, like, ugh. but there's a few guys around. It makes many hands light work and so on. Right. Uh, but that would, that is a fucking, that's very good. That's a good idea. I should have, but a Daglon version, eat a steak with your hands. <laughs> It would have to be like rare too, obviously. I've just muckled onto a fucking full steak. <laughs> and the questions are about like uh it should be something to dig at the conservatives. What would that be? Well, uh I just think that like yeah, that's the reporter, the guy like I just think that like cuz like diversity is like a strength, right? And that's like we got to bring them in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mmm. Really? Why's that? <laughs> That's great. Good one. That's a good, yes. Put him on the writing team. We might be able to use him. <laughs> He's got good. That's good. That's not bad. Island Jason says, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Yes, we all know. We've all, we all grew up knowing this, but apparently it's no longer true. Women have balls too, and men can be... Women of the year. You know, we don't know that anymore, Alan Jason. That's a very bigoted thing of you to say. You're very awful. Very awful. Amber Button says, I second Alex Wood. Yeah, Alex Woods, had, that was good. Uh, Jenstein, can we talk about the governor general? I don't even know who that is anymore. And I know they suck and I don't care. It's the whole, doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter at all. It's just a giant stealing operation. We're just running the farm so they can make money, get rich, to do nothing, take advantage of us. We do everything. We suffer all the consequences of everything that they do. We get no benefit from anything whatsoever. It all goes upstairs into their pockets. Fuck the governor general. Fuck the prime minister. Fuck the opposition. Fuck everybody in the building. Fuck the janitor. Fuck the security staff. Fuck the statues. Fuck the chairs. Fuck the flags. Fuck the desks. Fuck the carpets. Fuck the walls. Fuck the renovations too. Nobody asked for any of that we don't need this it's just constant building fuck the security team fuck the police at parliament hill fuck the street fuck the blocks around the street fuck the river too fuck the rideau river fuck all of it whole thing don't care don't care anymore don't care at all you're all it's it's a joke man it's all just it's all going down and it deserves to you're all you're all unworthy of the positions that you occupy and as a result of it everything is degrading you may not know why you may look oh it's because of the libs it's because of you it's clearly because of you and because you don't even know it's you you're incapable of fixing the problem you'll only make it worse there's no way out for any of you and you deserve no sympathy or um pity at all because you got rich doing it and you got paid didn't you Jacob says, do you still get ripped drink or are you completely off everything? Is everything in moderation and has it feel being 100% sober 90% of the time? <laughs> I'm assuming it's given your ruthless vigor. What? Given you ruthless vigor. Ruth, ruthless. Um, no, I have to be. But, I, you know, I've been sober for, what is it now? October. Almost be 13 months, I guess. Year and a, year and a month or so. Um, 
It's good for you. I didn't I didn't drink for like eight years, I think, until I started doing these streams again, and it just became a gimmick, and then, you know, <laughs> I couldn't... It's like, it's part of it. I can't stop now, and uh, anyway. No, it's uh, within like three to six months, you'll notice a very, very big difference, a very sharp increase in your uh, mental cognition, your health, your general recovery times. Your, I mean, I probably lost about 15 pounds of just... Maybe 10. Maybe it's 15 is a bit more. 10 pounds, maybe. I probably cut 10 pounds of just extra... Ca- just chiseling it up. You know, Morgan makes fun of me because I, I don't have a fucking eight pack yet. So the, the her standards are always inc- run away, you know. It's torturing me. <laughs> Do you really need to eat that cookie, she'll say? It's like, yeah. Guys with eight packs don't eat cookies like that. Like, fuck, I can't even eat cookies now. It's, I highly recommend, it is, it is very good. And, you know, something else to consider. I mean, I'm telling you what to do, but, um, if you are somebody that has, you know, mental health issues or you get depressed or you get upset or whatever, uh, that stuff's not helping you at all. You may think it is. It's, it, it isn't, it isn't at all. And, uh, when things are difficult and life is hard, it's, it's more, it's better to actually, you know, drink and party and have fun when life is very easy and things are going very well. Um, but you want to stay cognizant because you, you fall, you slip too long, you don't pay attention. You're going to, you're going to, things are going to go sideways. But when things are hard and difficult, you need to be at your best. You need to have, you know, um, you got to be sharp. You got to be sleeping as much as you can. You got to be eating as well as you can. So you're as healthy as you are. So you resist uh, things like depression, sickness, illness, mental illness. All kinds of these things are going to have a, a lessened impact on you. You're going to be a lot more resilient against them the more healthy that you are. So do you want to be going into difficult time periods and situations when you're not healthy and fucked up? Or do you want to be as strong as you can so you can perform the best that you can, make the best decisions, do the best work that you can for yourself, your friends, your family, your children, uh, so that, you know, on the other side of it, hopefully, or do you want to just be, you know, half-assing it and being shit-faced all the time and just be fat and sick and hungover and, you know, spending tons of money on booze that you could be spending on any number of other things? You don't. Hundreds of dollars a month, probably. I mean, you know, I know what it's like. If you have the will to be like, I am done with, I am putting away this now. It's time to fucking, I've got other ambitions now. Highly recommend, if you're up to it, yeah, do it. You'll fucking, after a few months, you'll be like, I don't ever want to do that again. It was a complete waste of time. It's just, it's, you know, lowering my power level. Now I can't, uh, I'm hungover today. I'm not doing any work or I'm tired. I'm not paying attention. Uh, and it's, you know, spend all that money and then you, you know, your body has to recover from the abuse that you've put it through. You're not thinking as straight as you, or as quick as you normally would. And this is accumulative too. It's not one day a year. You're doing it either. Is it how many days a year have you spent in bed hungover? 10, 20, 50, a hundred days of your year, three months of your year you spent in bed because you had too much magic juice. How many years do you do that for 10 years in a row? You've done that. Three months times 10 years, 30 months, two and a half years of your life you spent in bed out of the last 10 because you like drinking. You see how this adds? So once in a while, a couple times a year, parties, Christmas, you know, two, three, four days a week or more. TZI says they cry out in pain as they <laughs> airstrike you. Gaza proverb, twenty twenty three. Very new. I've heard it. I agree with it. Jen Steen says, "Holy fuck, that rant was worth more." 
the governor general. That one wasn't even that bad. I wasn't even that angry. I was just kind of like, matter of fact. The real good ones are when I'm really like, I fucking, you know, really let her go. But I've been talking all day. I'm tired, so I don't know. We'll see. You never know. I got to get out of here soon, but there could be a last minute comment that just sends me off the fucking, <laughs> sends me off the rails. It's, it's, I'm, you know, I'm like nitroglycerin. Just a little shake. <laughs> Boom! Goodbye, I'm all. Uh, no, I'm just kind of, I'm not like this all the time. I'm intent, I'm, it's, it, it's, it's infotainment, right? It has to be somewhat entertaining. It, it, or it's, you want me to just sit here and like, not say anything for five minutes at a time, click stuff and be like, huh, what? <laughs> it's exhausting. You get tired, you know. Uh, when, when this is done, usually I, I, now it's sleepy time. Upload, shut it down, you know. Takes takes a bit of energy. I don't know how I'm going to do this live. It's going to be fucking twice as exhausting, probably. I'll probably have to bring... I'm going to need to get a prescription for Adderall and just start snorting the Adderall pills. And that's what's going to keep me going. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll do something. Let me check. What else is going on? All right, I got that Owen Benjamin... I want to... That's at the end. And, uh, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. What else? All right, this is something. That clip I want to show you. This uh, Palestinian guy who <laughs> a man like that when i was talking about like kings before i'm like this is the type of guy this guy's mental fucking game is just he's he's all the, like you can't you can't top this um <laughs> military's in crisis yeah and it's your fault government yeah i'll, I'll you know I, I think i mentioned i was going to get into this and i didn't so Let's listen to this live pack of in, totally uninformed, ignorant, totally fingered off the pulse, no idea what we're talking about bullshit. After eight miserable years, our military heroes can no longer afford this prime minister. This NDP liberal government keeps driving troop morale down and their costs up. A recently leaked report stated, increasingly members will release from the Canadian forces rather than relocate to an area they cannot afford or taking a loss on an existing home. The Canadian Armed Forces are in a crisis and are short 16,000 people, but these liberals... It's a lot more than 16,000, buddy. ...liberals are pushing people away and making things worse. You see what he's doing? He's blaming it's the libs, right? And if you don't know anything about what's going on, what about what he's saying sounds unreasonable? Nothing. He seems... Yeah, he's right. The liberals are in power, and the military can't afford things, and they've been in power for eight years, and everything's bad, so yeah, that makes sense. Almost. Let's do this again. After eight miserable years... Yes. Our military... That was the only true thing he said. Heroes can no longer afford this prime minister. Well... Well... Let's... Well, okay. Keep going. This NDP liberal government keeps driving troop morale down. So you think they're... You, let's just what blow by blow. It's the NDP and liberals that are driving troop morale down. Why is that? You think they're responsible? Here's why troop morale is down. The spirit, the esprit de corps, the spirit of the military has been torn from its chest and destroyed and stomped upon uh, by things like critical race theory, things like uh, pronouns and emails, things like pride parades, things like drag queen story time on Air Force bases, things like diversity is our strength, things like race-based ethnic promotions and course loading for soldiers. Those things that you guys all support as well. 
Those things have driven morale down, sir. And their costs up. Recently, and the oh right, the costs. So also that cost. So it's expensive to live. Why is it expensive to live? Uh, insane amounts of government money printing. You know that, that they needed to pay for the lockdowns and the total self-destruction of our economy and the billion. How much did we print? More than World War II, I think. Because COVID, because COVID, oh my goodness, oh my God, we got to lock down, stay home, stay safe, destroy the economy. That Oh yeah, you were cool with that shit too. Don't fucking blame them. Look at yourself. How much money did we print? Oh, I, I see you have a nice Slava pin on, by the way. How much money did we sink into that fucking quagmire? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to look. What, what's your name? I forgot. I don't give a shit what your name is. Look how fat you are. Another fat, dumb, entitled pig. Oh, it's expensive? Why is that? Oh, it's all their fault. Incorrect, sir. ...report stated, increasingly members will release from the Canadian forces rather than relocate to an area they cannot afford. Yeah, it's insane. I've been on, like, ba- Gagetown and Petawawa, and it's like, it's, you know, but if you get reassigned to Edmonton or Vancouver or Halifax, it's like, bro, I'm a corporal. I can't afford, what am I supposed to do? I don't know, rent an apartment. I can't afford it. I can't afford any, they're going to food banks. Yes. They, they are going to quit because of that. Because it's like, this isn't a job I can afford to have. I don't get paid enough to do this job, literally. I can't eat or live. We're taking a loss on an existing home. The Canadian Armed Forces are in a crisis and are short. Oh, on the home thing. Right. So there's a housing crisis driving up the cost of homes they can't afford. Why is that again, Mr. Slava? Because diversity is our strength and mass migrants and refugees welcome. There's not enough homes for the people that we already have. Never mind the millions that you and your people want to fucking bring in here. And you're going to lie and twist and pretend it's the other team's fault. You're an idiot. You're an imbecile. You're a buffoon. You're a joke. You have no idea why. What the fuck is going on? You just think, I have to make the other team look bad, so my team good. My turn at pig trough. Nom, 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 nom! Fuck! 16,000 people, but these liberals are pushing people away and making things worse. You're all doing it! Why is the Prime Minister destroying our military? I don't even... I'm done. I can't go into any more of this. The fucking self-righteous conduct why don't you <laughs> the high horse of these people <laughs> national fucking citizens fucking inquiry motherfucker period fuck fuck motherfucker exclamation fuck point fuck let's start with that you know there's a there's a huge lawsuit Tubs, you look like you do some driving. Mean, I can tell by the bags under his eye. This guy's been hitting the bottle at night. There's a huge lawsuit by a pile of members from the Canadian forces over the vaccine mandate, over the way they were treated, how they were drummed out of the military, how they were chastised and abused. Do you give a shit about that? No, you don't, because you said, stay home, stay safe, we're all in this together, get your vaccine, didn't you? You stupid motherfucker. Fuck you and your pretend concern for the Canadian military troops. You're going to stand there in the dead, on the bodies of our dead soldiers. People shot themselves, killed themselves, died of over, they died from the fucking heart attacks, strokes, all of this shit's going on. He's going to stand there on top of their dead corpses and pretend he gives a shit about the welfare of the military while they die around him from policies his party 
everybody promoted. Fuck you all the way. And that bitch behind him, and that stupid old man with his big dumb glasses, and that guy who's asleep, and that guy behind him, and those two fat fucks, and all those other people in empty seats that couldn't be bothered to show up to work today. Fuck everybody in that building. Fuck the river behind it a second time, not because I'm extra mad at the river, but because I think we should throw them all in the river, making the river double gross than it was before, so that's why it gets a double fuck the Rideau Gatineau River, the whole, the whole body of water. All right. I don't, I don't like politicians, in case that wasn't clear. I, I don't know if, if people thought maybe I'm like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like them at all. You know, I, I find them all very gross uh, for, you know, many reasons like that. Uh, they're liars and they're manipulators and they're dumb and they're, they, know, they know what they're doing in many cases and they don't care because they're scum or they're just too fucking stupid. They're Dunning-Kruger and they're too dumb to even realize they shouldn't even be in this job. It's frustrating, you know. Um, what else? I got that last clip and then, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, Wallbanger says, I could set you off, but you deserve a rest tonight. It is the weekend, and I love my weekends. My weekend's off. I love waking it up. I can't wait. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to watch so much stuff. I'm going <laughs> to... I don't know. You know what I started watching? The Wire. I'm on season one of The Wire from 2002, and I needed it. I kept it in my back pocket for many years. People said, hey, this show is really great. It's really great. You're going to love it. You know, and I was like, I'm not ready for it right now. There will be a day, a rainy day, a time period in my life where I'm just going to have, I've seen everything. There's nothing left. There's nothing left for me to watch in my an hour a night, you know, two hours, just a, a part of my day where nothing is happening. I don't give a shit. I'm totally lost in this fantasy. I'm just unwinding. I need this engagement of my brain or i will go fucking crazy that time is now so i've decided to bust it out and dust it off and uh, so far it is pretty good <laughs> and i love that it's from 2002 nobody's got cell phones it's like another world and i'm like remember that i grew up i was in high school back then when this was on it was like the contemporary they've all got the old computer monitor desks and shit in the police station i'm like yeah you know I remember this. You, know, you see how everybody's talking to each other and everybody's looking at, nobody's looking down at their phones. It's all, yeah. And people just used to come over to your house like they're doing in the show. They'd be like, where is he? I don't know. Let's go to his house and see if he's there. You know, it was all, yeah. Remember, remember life? Remember when we had lives? Remember that? You know, so I, I like it. I like The Wire. Check it out. <laughs> Somebody's going to ruin it for me now. <laughs> We're in season four. Shut up. Let me have something, you they won't let me have anything. My own chat abuses me. Seven-hour stream. I'm going to keep you all prisoner. Hostages. Synthetic says, salutations, my friend, and Diagonal. Here's a few bucks for chair lube. I, I know. I Morgan will. She'll put it on a list of things that I'm supposed to do and remind me that I'm supposed to do it, and eventually I will get to it. But since I'm here and I'm you know in the wood pile, all bets are off, man. She's, she's not here to fucking uh, get me sorted out. So it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Things are going to collapse. They'll eventually make the chair collapse under you, and maybe we'll see sweatpants fly. I'm actually wearing, uh, you know, matching, because I've got flip-flops with socks on, and I'm wearing, you know, basically, what are these, tactic Blackhawk fucking cargo pants. Makes no sense. Come on. I, I have sort of, sort of grown-up pants on today. So you're welcome. 
You're welcome. And that's going to be extra. You owe me five ducks. I, I showed you some ankle. All right? This isn't OnlyFans. I know it is. It is OnlyFans. Yeah, I showed you some ankle. Look, you can see my chest hair. What do I got to do here, guys? I'm putting out big time. I'm seeing these horrors out here. You, oh, look, I can see part of a titty. Here's a hundred bucks. What do you want from me? Ankle, chest hair. What? Nip? You want to nip? I can't. Listen, this is ridiculous. I have some self-respect. This is outrageous. After every... This is all I am to you? It's just all been about take the clothes... This whole time. This, I should have known. I should have known it was all just a homosexual grift this whole time. I'm going to have to remark it. I'm going to think about this. I've made a lot of bad life decisions. Jen Steen says, take care, brother. We all love you. Thanks, man. I try. I try. Thank you, man. And uh, Bad Grandpa watching the death of Stalin. Pretty good movie. I enjoyed that one. Very... Uh, I liked I liked the take of it. I li- it was odd. It was a strange. I liked it. Uh, not see power wedge says fuck them all, ladies. All just unsubsidized, no pants. Waste the contract. What? <laughs> I don't know. All right, Rumble. Chucky extremist says come have a cigar and a whiskey when your conditions are done. Let's go. I will. I will do that. Um, I may never drink again, dude. I'm telling you. I the other thing too is like it's wartime, guys. There's people out to get all of us, but me, you know, particularly, they would love that. Um, I literally cannot afford to be off, you know, out of my mind. Like, I, I can't be not in my right mind. I do not have that luxury anymore, probably for the rest of my life. Um, that's just how it is. Uh, people, oh, I can't Am I? Remember when I said, hey, they're listening to everything. One of my favorite parts of the hate gate leaks was... <laughs> was how I was saying, like, there's people listening to this right now that are being paid to, and they're writing down everything that I'm saying and everything you're saying, and they're copying all the chat logs and all of this, and one of the pages is a screenshot of that, of me saying those things, and it's being transcribed by the person I'm describing. Mackenzie says this is all being recorded by someone, and they're writing it all down right now as I write down what he's saying right now as I'm recording and monitoring him. It's incredible, you know? Trust me, you know, they's out to get, they've, they've done some shit. They've pulled some strings and fucked me around and Morgan too. And you know, they'd love to get, they'd love to get. So it's like, don't, don't make yourself vulnerable. It's just a luxury I no longer can afford and, and don't want, uh, you know, so a cigar I will take. Uh, Cabana sent me some, some Cubans the other day. Thanks a lot, man. By the way, I did, uh, I did message him, but, um, I fucking love it. They're good. They're good for you. Probably not. They're probably terrible for you, but, uh. For some reason, something about it is just uh, satisfying. All right. Is that it? We all caught up? We all ready to go home? Pretty much. I'm really tired of talking. My throat hurts. All right. We're killing people. It's good. Uh, all right. This is probably worth mentioning. Macron. Yeah. And, you know, the guys, so much more to talk about, man. It's Greta's canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is what's left. Another sign things are going badly. Canada has fewer entrepreneurs today than it did 20 years ago, and that's a problem for everyone. With 100,000 fewer entrepreneurs than in 2000, BDC recommends skill training. Wow. Let's think for a second here, guys. (laughs) Let's just do some Canada math. 20 years ago, in Canada, there was 31 to 32 million people. Fast forward 20 years in the future, 
Canada has 41 million people. At least there's a one million people in this country that are unaccounted for. We don't know where they are, who they are, or anything about them. If your country has a 25% increase in population, but a decrease of a hundred thousand business owners and entrepreneurs in that ter- period of time. What does that suggest about the economic situation of your country? More people should be more entrepreneurs. Instead, it's less, much less, than a time when there was way less people, even. Unfortunately, I'm Canadian, and I can't really make sense of what this means. I'm very bad at math. I can't speak uh, any language. I can barely read. I can't read. I can only assume that... uh, I can only guess. I can only guess 100,000 less entrepreneurs with the same population would probably be obviously negative and suggest that, you know, business owners and people wanting to uh, start businesses are going elsewhere into other countries because the climate here, the taxes and the, you know, hiring, labor for the many other. It's just not a good place to start a fucking business. And that's if the population was the same. Never mind that it's grown 25%, a quarter of the country quarter of the people here just got here and they're not starting businesses either apparently they're taking businesses because there's a hundred thousand fewer than there was 20 years ago diversity is our strength right right apple man eat an apple and tell me how that makes sense mr economy mr money man mr common sense fiscal response there's nothing common sense about you dude you're a meme You're a fucking meme. (laughs) I'm going to be like a free agent of terror. That's... (laughs) I'm a free agent... I'm going to put this out there because we're in a new environment now, guys. Uh, (laughs) Do I have this on here? I'm just getting weird here before the end because it's fun for me. And it's Friday. Do I... I don't have it? I don't. All right, we'll go here. I'm just putting this out there. Uh... I mean, I mean, we've made a lot of enemies over the years, right? Especially me. But I, I think, a lot of people are not quite, they're not quite clear on the on the situation on the ground here. That, um, you know, they may hate me. There's lots of other people that they should hate much more that are far more powerful and destructive and toxic and gross and evil. You know, people like uh, a lot of the conservatives, just as much as we don't like the libs, and there's like all of them. There's people everywhere, and uh, I equally despise. All lying, skeeving, you know, thumb scum, right? I don't like scum, and you know, some some of the commies have money, you know. So I'm just saying, uh, if if it has occurred to you that there's a new order, and when you go to these functions to say nobody likes PP, guess what? Neither do I. And you don't have to like it. You don't have to cheer for it. All I ask is that you stay out of the way. As I do what I gotta do. Bring popcorn. Bring a lawn chair. Enjoy. No prisoners! I don't care where they are. Outside a bakery in a park. 
Wherever they hold the rallies. In a hotel. I don't know. In a flea market. They could be in the mall. They could be... At the docks, commissioning a new rubber ducky that we're going to pretend is the Navy. They could be... On the steps of the legislature. They could be anywhere. Entering and exiting a hotel elevator. I could be around any corner. At any time. Ready to rip you a fucking new one, bud. No one's safe! Literally no one is safe. No one in any position of authority is safe from the scalding fire of righteous hatred. None! They'll weep. They'll cry. They'll they'll screech and they'll say, we need censorship. Don't let them. Let me do my work. And then you can have what's left. Oh, it was so loud. Oh, it totally fucked it up. It was so, I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen to that. It was probably way too loud. Fuck me. I hate it when I do that. I hate it. I get this idea for a joke, and I'm like, you fucked it up with the sound. This whole stream was experimental. You know, it was all it was all meant to be, uh, you know, it wasn't even supposed to happen. I wasn't even going to do it. And I'm like, I'm just going to totally pull this out of my ass. So because I did it, you know. Oh, you could hear it? Were you able to hear it? Oh. It needed to be... Oh, was it that loud? I didn't think it was that loud. I'm like, I'm probably yelling too loud. It's too quiet. And then I looked at the... It's like, man, negative seven decibels is too... It's usually 18.7. That's the sweet spot I've got it at. Because my mic's too loud. The desktop's too... I had to move everything around in an amateur, terrible attempt to level... An equal, run the equalizer. I don't have no idea what I'm doing. I literally just move things until it sounds better. It takes a long time. Very frustrating. There's a lot of yelling and swearing that goes on down here. My sister thinks I'm killing people. <laughs> Maybe I am. But, you know, apparently it worked okay. We're all right. We're all right. It worked out. It's because I played it on YouTube, and the YouTube feed is much quieter than if it plays off of, uh, you know, the frequent, whatever, the the hurts. Where's Greg Arcade to explain it to me, and I'll just go pretend I understand it like Palmer Simpson. Why is it so much louder? I don't know. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. All that matters is it's over. We need to get out of here. This is never going to end. Um, you guys are just doing this to keep me here now. Synthetic says the man showed some ankle in the words of Randy. Man's got to eat. Man's got to eat, Sharon. Right? Ferry was saying on the channel the other day, like South Park characters, like who would be? I'd, Randy, I could be Randy. He's also always got insane hijinks. Just, just he's on some kind of war mission. He's retarded. He's always getting shit and yelling. About I didn't hear it. Remember he was fighting all the dads at the fucking baseball games or whatever it was. And he had to fight this one particular dad that had a reputation of beating... Because the dads would fight each other at the kids' sports games. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it, Sharon. I don't know if I could beat him. Randy, stop! It's not important! You don't believe in me. You don't believe in my dreams, Sharon. You don't believe I could do this. I gotta train, you know? <laughs> I would love to be Randy. He's hilariously stupid. Just like me. Hilariously dumb. Oh. 
Scotian Lady says, before times were pretty awesome. Today with Henrik, Ryan, Adam, and Derek, and you was epic uh, this time in history. Yeah, it was. it's funny. Uh, I watched those guys for years before I ever said anything, and now they're, we're all just, yeah, I talk to them all the time. Cheers to every hour invested in shared, and kudos to you and Morgan on ditching booze. Powerful message and example that inspires more to do so. That's the other thing. I can't tell people, hey, you know what you should do? That's, that's, that's another reason I did. Because I actually, you know, okay. After this, then I'll finish the messages, then we'll leave. But this is kind of important, so... Um, I actually feel bad. I, know, I felt bad. I remember thinking, like, I'm probably contributing to more people's alcoholism. You know, it's probably not a good thing just be like smashing beers all the time. As fun as it is, there, it you know, it's a it's bad messaging for some people. When you have this many pe- people starting to want, you know, um, I can't also then say you should do this or maybe try and think about you know doing X Y D if I'm not willing to do it myself and I can't do it myself. You know, so how how am I gonna? provide this fucking oh yeah it's like i'll be a huge fat guy just uh, you know you gotta do more fucking you know, eating shit bud it's like but you're an obese slob it's, uh, there's nothing worse there's nothing worse than that i hated that in the army there were some guys that were like sergeants and warrant officers and they're just like fucking useless slobs you know and they'd be giving you shit and it's like if we go to war what's the point of you even be you can't even do anything don't fucking talk to me this is fucking warrior club, and you're just a fat guy pretending to be a sergeant. You know? Unfortunately, we had a few of those. They were sorted out. There's probably a lot more of them back, you know? So anyway, you gotta so then it's like you gotta lead by example. If you expect you can't ask someone to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. If you're not willing to do it yourself, shut your fucking mouth. Don't don't say anything. I don't know. A lot of a lot of anonymous internet accounts don't don't get that. They're like, oh, commit crimes, man! Hey! Go to jail for my amusement, bro. I'm an anonymous account. Yes, you're very inspiring. Wallbanger, ever been telling someone about the Israeli, what is it, Jewish state in 9-11 and then heard breathing coming from your phone when you weren't even using it? That'll freak you out a little. No, I just know they're masturbating. And I'm like, did you get there? Are you done yet? Can I help you, Ben? You know, it's Ben Shapiro. That's who's listening to you. The Q says, Ceases, please note, I am taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. I repeat, I will be dropping a smell. Okay, he's making a poop question. Ceases is, you know, they're on to it. Jacob says, back when we weren't in topsy-turvy world, a country's population was represented by its economic growth. This would then set the president on its core infrastructure and inability and its, in, its ability to serve that population. Not anymore, brother. Not anymore. Economic power used to be the way, right? It was like, look how prosperous we are because of how smart our decisions are and how the higher, the highest standard of living for our people are living great lives. Everybody's doing well. We've got a lot going on. We've got projects. We're inventing things. We, you know, And other people look up to you and go, holy shit, how do I live like that? And go, oh, well, would you like us to help show you how it's done? And then you know we can prosper together and we can... Bu- Nah, let's just use guns to fucking yeah, do what I want or else. You know who does that? Pieces of shit that can't do those things. They can't produce they can't produce that level of, of achievement. They can't produce that society. They're incapable of it because they're parasites. All they know how to do is steal and take and corrupt. So that's what they do. Why don't we have those things we used to have? Because the people that we have in charge that we're allowing and permitting, they're incapable of providing it. They're incapable of making it. All they can do is take. That's just raise taxes, waste money. Raise t- that's it. That's all I know how to do. All right. Are we all caught up? Are we all done? I think it's time. All right. I want to read this last thing by uh, Owen, and then let's get it here. Berserker J, what the fuck happened to Fact or Fairy Tale? It's over. The world is too crazy. We maxed out. It's There's no way to know what's real or not anymore. That's what happened. I think Fairy's just like, I can't, you know, I can't do it. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him one bit. All right. Um, 
Yeah, so this is this is who we're up against. I got two last two, one quick video, and then this guy's. Uh, does he, I don't think he says anything in English. Both of his kids are dead. He's okay. So I'll just read over what he says, and won't we'll be that loud. He says, "Don't cry. You're a man. We are all martyrs. All of us will participate in martyrdom. Like this is who you're fighting. Keep this in mind. This is who you want to fight now. All of us will participate in martyr. We're all going to be. We're all going to go to Asgard, Valhalla. This is like this is the same thing." That our guys would have believed, right? Like, we're, there's no way out but death. We're going to die an honorable death fighting our enemies, protecting our children. We're going to go to heaven. Like, it's good. Why? Don't be upset. <laughs> say, to God we belong, and to him we will return. It's like, say it. Oh, Allah, I seek reward with you for my affliction. Oh, God. And give me something better than it for an exchange. And pardon your cousin. Pardon him. What's the matter with you? Strengthen yourself. This is the land of jihad, the land of steadfastness. All of us are for the sake of God. Why else do we live? Tomorrow you'll be taken back to God and will be the and be placed in the highest level of paradise. The martyr intercedes for 70 members of his family on the day of resurrection. I don't know what that means. 70 will be interceded for. I have no idea what that means. Are you hurt now? It's all worth it for the sake of God. God created us and God will take us. God will do... Jeez, he's talking so fast. God will do as he wishes. And we are all, praise to God, patient. We're patient and we're pleased with the decree of God. We're pleased we don't object to the de decree of God. And then this guy comes up and says, How many martyrs do you have from your family? Uh, my oldest son was 22 years old. Do you have any more kids? I lost another. May God have mercy on him. He was crushed. My son was crushed. I asked my wife to forgive me, and I told her I forgive her. Both of my children died on the same day, by God on the same day. He was about three and a half years old. Like, people misinterpret. Like, oh, he's in shock. He's like, no, no, no. This guy's all the way there. Like, he's already in the next dimension, basically. Like I said, like, this guy doesn't care if he lives or dies anymore. Like, he's just all about, this is all that matters now. It's at the end. I'm going to God. Like, this is, you know. You want to fight him? You pushed him to this level. Now he's like, he'll put on a suicide vest. He'll do whatever. He's smiling. He's looking forward to it. Enjoy. All praise to God, he says. <laughs> oh, you've created some 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 fucking interesting enemies here. Um, I gotta find a song here quick. Something. Something. Uh, I played that just recently, I think. Hmm. It's a tough. Yeah, whatever. We'll go with this. All right. And uh, lastly, so I was talking about the, the choices and everything people do. I don't like the division. People don't like this dividing. It's dividing. I don't like it. You should like it. We're getting closer to the end. We're getting closer to everyone knowing, you know, what the score is. And it's getting harder and harder to hide from. And, you know, a lot of people talk about it's the end of the world and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So... Um, if you've been here for the duration, the last almost four hours, my bad. <laughs> I've been going all day.
um, I'm kind of like leading up to this because it's just a very, um, I really like how we put this. All right, let's read this. This is uh, Owen Benjamin's comments on the end of the world, you know, the apocalypse, the end times, right? Because that's what a lot of people are, you know, thinking and feeling. And uh, I, I totally agree with the sentiment here. You know, people think it's the end. Of the- We've always been here, guys. 15,000 years at least. All of civilization gets fucking destroyed. This giant mud slide, like the fucking 2,000 foot waves are taking out continents. You know, it's still. Still here. World War II. Entire cities were being erased by bomb. Like nuclear weapons are going off. Millions of. I mean, if you didn't. If you weren't living in 1940. 41, 42, 40, you're like, this must be the end of the world. Like, this is only, this is just getting crazier and crazier. Like, how? World War One before World War One, nothing that insane had ever happened. I mean, look at the landscape. Look what, I mean, we've, we've gone to some dark places already. Um, and everyone's acting like this is the end of the world. It's just, it's just going to be different. It's going to be hard. It's going to be rough. Bad shit's going to happen, but it always does. It, this is just, it'll be something else. So anyway, here's what Owen says. Apocalypse doesn't mean the end. It means the revealing. It's definitely happening, not just the world stage, but in everyone's personal lives. The masks are totally off, and the actual separation is happening. Not rich versus poor, or red versus blue, or any of the fake divisions. The actual division. People of the lie, and people who seek the truth. People who struggle to serve God versus people who struggle against God. And unlikely and and seemingly random friendships and bonds are forming all over the place. Do you guys find your friends? People who feel gratitude versus people who feel spite. People who take responsibility versus people who seek victim status. Like the metaphor. The birth contractions are increasing faster and faster to something amazing. What was in the dark is in the light now. People who see infinite abundance versus people who see scarcity. People who love children as the wealth of a nation versus people who see them as a burden and a nuisance. People who see generosity as strength versus a weakness. People who multiply their community's wealth versus those who exploit it and leverage it. It's on now. It's like being at the eye doctor and he keeps showing you more lenses that get clearer and clearer those deceptions will at some point not work at all, and the people of the lie will be naked. I've been having dreams about falling in love. It feels just so like that. It's up to you. Always is. Always was. Do you know my? The devil's in the detail. I'm a natural born killer. That's it. Long night for me, guys. Thank you so much. I've had a long day. Like, oh, sorry, it was a long one. Or I'm not sorry. Not sure. Maybe you like them longer. Longer and thicker. Is that what you like? Is that what you prefer? <laughs> I was in the infantry too long. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Can you feel 
Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Hope you have a great weekend again. Make the most of it. Take care of each other. Existence is resistance and all of that. Every day you get stronger and better. We all get stronger and better. As a team, as a unit, as a people. And their enemy gets harder to kill. And thus your chances of success and victory go up. All right, that's it. That's all. I'm going to bed. I need to eat. I'm going to eat the rest of the lasagna. There's leftover lasagna. I'm going to eat that lasagna. I know it's cheese. I know. But tomorrow, I'm going to run for like an hour. It should, should bounce out. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. RagingDissident.com for all of my social media links, Telegram, Substack, and uh, so on. Different channels and all of that. Visit the Griff.shop and uh, buy Derek some 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 paneling. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. Six step for Tyrannus. Pop out. I don't, Phil. When when you when you come up to me, and you're smile, you're grinning like that, and you're vibrant. I can tell you've been on. You've done a lot of coke today. What are you? You're real excited about something. You've been given a. I know you do a lot of con. Who from who? This is all in French. This is this is this is the this is the government of France. Why would the government of France give you a contract to do anything, Phil? I don't... Why does everything have to be a montage presentation with you? Why did you pack so many... Phil! There, you're, you're going... You're doing mass deportations of France! I... And, and you're doing it like this to an 80s montage work. Yeah, he's just. It's shockingly brutal, but for some reason, the, the music has just made it a lot more tolerable. Yeah, he's using cattle cars and everything dogs, German shepherds. You talked about this. They didn't want to deport anybody for all the migrant killings and rapes. 
But now the Jews are mad, so you're like, you just don't care. You just want to do this. You know, have fun, I guess. Very cynical song choice, too. As always, he's like blaring this over loudspeakers while he chases people down. He just caught that fat African guy with a net. Yeah, a net, like with, like you'd use it like to catch a dinosaur with. Yeah, they should buy stuff from the grip shop. These weapons you keep buying are exotic and expensive. What do you mean four for one? The children are worth four of them equals one adult? What are you talking about? We're doing human trafficking, aren't we? I knew it. 